All right, guys. A, we are like halfway through September, halfway through the voting. If you haven't had a chance yet, go to thepitchkc.com. Uh, right there, go to the vote best of. Go to the arts and entertainment, best local podcast, Neanderthal podcast. If you guys haven't done that yet, I'd really appreciate you guys going and voting. Two years in a row, we got nominated. I couldn't have done it without you guys. And I also couldn't have done it without guests like today. Uh, good friend of the show, Brandon Patrick. It's uh, I, I love having him on. He's one of my favorite people to have on. He's one of my favorite comics. And it sucks because he's leaving. He's going to Denver. It's awesome for him. I'm super excited. I'm excited for him. Um, it's a good step for him. Change of pace, change of scenery different comedy scene all that stuff so I'm really excited for him but you know selfishly it's a bummer because I love having him on the show and I like seeing him around like he's cool I like him um but again you know I just I, I want people to succeed I want people to do great things and this is a step for him to continue to be greater and I can't wait to see what happens uh this was a fun episode with him as it always is we went long, and we talked a lot about a random bunch of random stuff, of course, and but he, a lot of comedy talk uh, about different comics that I'm interested in, because he's had so many different experiences with uh, with a lot of big name comics, and it's just kind of cool to see what his perspective and his experience and interactions are with these people, and. Yeah, this was a great episode, you guys. Um, what more can I say? Uh, go follow him. Uh, I think it's Brandon Comedy on Instagram. Uh, BrandonComedy.com. And that's it. Boom, shock, boom, guys. Episode 112. Uh, I couldn't do it. I, 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 I don't know. I'm going to stop babbling. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Come on, these guys aren't. Is he ever? Did he ever do? He did stand up for a little he bit, did it right? For a little bit. Before he started, like his show. No, no, no. After. Oh. So like, once the radio show got popping, um, me and this dude Patrick Moore and like a couple other people used to go on his show a lot. I mean, we might as well just start, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, we I mean, used this, to go this on his show. This is all show. my podcast. This is just kicking it with you, like all the time. And then he <laughs> started thinking, like, oh, I could do this. And we were like, what he was go? So he would go in he, and watch. We would go. You got to get up on that mic, though. But yeah, get, get comfortable. To like 96.5 where he was. Right. And then he would be like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to come out to the mic tonight. Okay. Like, All right, man. Cool. And he would say that on the radio. And then fucking 50 people would show up because they're like, we want to see the guy from the radio. And so it looked pretty cool for a while. But then, like, he started going up drunk and like last and just fucking rambling we were like this is terrible man wasn't any wasn't good at no, all no is it because he was going up last and drunk do you think he stood a chance if he went i don't think he had it i don't yeah. think he has what it, what it takes i don't think he's 
He's not interesting. Can we say who it is? Danny Boy? Okay. Yeah. I did, well, I just wanted... You know what I mean? I didn't know <laughs> Look, if you were, wanted to be a... No, he's, he's a nice guy. Danny Boy. He's a nice guy, but he's not a good comedian. Okay. And it's it was unfair to put him in the comedian category. Mm-hmm. It was doubly unfair that he won. Oh, he won. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's like... Dude. It's a population. Or a population. It's a popularity. Yeah. He's the only guy they knew on the list, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude... That makes sense. Paul Rudd, same way. Like... Paul Rudd's never done stand-up. Why is he in the best comedian? Also, he doesn't live here. Like, I don't know. And he, yeah, he he didn't live here for... He hasn't lived here forever. Right, well, I mean, he was uh, he, he was in Clueless when he was, like, probably 18 or something yeah. like that. I'm, you know? Like, you, you were born and raised here, but now you're a Californian. Ever. Yeah. He's not a Kansas City comedian. No. He's not a comedian. He's not a comedian. But, he's a comedic like, actor. Yeah, he's very funny. He's yeah. great in movies. I love him in movies. Whenever I see him, I'm like... He's going to elevate whatever scene. He's, he's great. In. He's but great. If I was at a comedy club and they're like, Paul Rudd wants to go before you, are you okay? I'd be like, I'd be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. No fear. No fear. No fear from Paul Rudd. Do you think Danny Boy should have had, since he brought all the people there, should have had like a better spot? We gave him the best spot. I mean, last is where you want to go. If oh, be- you know what? I'm thinking open mic at the Rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's like three hours of no of trash. This was before we had so many comedians. So, you know. Oh, we, okay. We had like 12 to 18, and we were down at the tank room. What uh, year would this be? This would be like 2015. Oh, five years ago. Yeah. 2015, 16. Yeah. About that time. When was this comedy boom then? Because there's a lot. Would you say there's a lot of comedy? There's a lot of people trying to do comedy. So when I hear the word comedy boom, I think of audience members coming to shows. So I would say that boom would be 2014. I would say we got the most comedians, 2018, 19. The Rhino kind of really, as much as I love the Rhino. Okay. The Rhino made it look really easy for dudes to impress their dates. And then they just kept doing it. How, How do you mean? Like, why is it easy for dudes to impress their dates at the Rhino, but not elsewhere for some reason the rhino is a place where people naturally want to bring people you know there's other open mics in the city where you just go by yourself and it's like you just get it done you know but the rhino it's got good food it's got good energy it's got generally a pretty big crowd so it feels more real than any of these other ones okay and so you're like oh we're doing it we're really doing it yeah and it's like okay you know, you bring 20 people your first time and you get huge laughs. That's a, that's addicting. Like, you get mm-hmm. that in your brain. You're like, wow. It's a drug. I need that feeling again. And then it's like, you know, you bring maybe 15 people the next time. And you're still, you're, you're slightly better as a comedian because you've done it before. Mm-hmm. So you still get the same level of laughs. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm a fucking killer. <laughs> and then those people stop showing up. And then it's like. Strangers, and you got to perform with the strangers. You start bombing for... And they're hard to make laugh. Yeah. Well, because you were talking about, like, <coughs> you, know, you go up and it's like... <coughs> remember when I went on that date with Jennifer? And everyone's like, fucking Jennifer's a bitch, you know? <laughs> right. And then you're talking to strangers, and they're like... Who? Nah, dude. What? You have to give us more context than that. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, what? But this year is the first year as a comedian I saw the list come out. And my name wasn't on it. On the pitch. We're talking about the pitch. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The KC Awards Best Of for the pitch. 
My name was not on it. I know. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Because three people, there's three people on the list I want to win. I, I, or I would be okay with winning. Um, Janelle Banks is probably my number one. Scarborough's number two. Um, and there's a guy, TK's, who's number three. Okay. But then the other two people, I'm like, who the fuck? No clue who they are. Dude, I saw this Conor McGregor video where Conor's talking about who's left to fight. And this dude behind him is like, you know, I'm number one pound for pound, blah, blah, blah. And Conor's like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> dude, I laughed for like an hour. And then I saw this name on the the best of Kansas City list. The exact same feeling. It's like nothing nothing against the guy. But who are you? Who, you like Maybe he's somebody. Maybe he has like a, a YouTube following impossible. or something. Impossible. <laughs> impossible did you uh so there was how many people five nominated five and there's three you say are good three I say are and good. one you don't know or two you don't know it's one i don't know i can't remember the other person okay did you look them you, did you look him up i shouldn't have to i know i know but so did no, you were you no. like i'm curious to see who the hell he is no okay i had a conversation with a person who's on the list about it i was like is this person and they're like well you know, they're newer, so it's not as funny as it could be. I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. If I, if they were really doing it, I would know who they were. Yeah. There's just no way around it. Like, I would know who you are if you're serious about this and you're in this city. There's just no way around it. And it's it, a pretty small scene. Yeah. It's like, I would have to know. Mm-hmm. I'd see your name on a poster or, I don't know. How many good comics do you think there are? I mean, you know, not, I'm not saying great, like, can make a great living, but, I mean, promising. How about that? How many, like, promising, promising. comics would you say? I'll say 12. 12? I'll Is that 12. good? Is that a good number? We have about 60 comedians. Okay. So, about a fifth are good. That's pretty normal for a scene. Okay. That's pretty normal. Um, we have some really funny women, which is cool. That's like, great. It's... They're not hacky. They're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know Janelle, but I am having her on the podcast October 4th. I love Janelle. You know what? October 4th. (laughs) Me and Janelle used to have big beef. Oh, really? We didn't talk to each other for seven years. Whoa. And then we happened to be going to dinner with the same person. D.L. Hughley. No, Rodney Perry. Okay. But same, you know, same level of when that when Rodney Perry invites me to something, I go. Sure. When DL invites me to something, I go. Sure. And uh, so Rodney was at the improv, and the host got sick, and he was like, Brandon, come through. I was like, done. I was like, am I featuring? He's like, no, Janelle's featuring. I was like, mm. How come? Just because you wanted it? Well, Because you're competitive? We never got along. Okay. And Even before host, that. You're yeah, right, before that. Uh-huh. So this is when we made up. <laughs> okay. Like, as a host, you have to bring the next person up. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a lot of energy and you got to be excited. There's nothing more humbling to me than to have to bring up someone I don't like. It's like, all right, here here comes this. Uh, they're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. Like, uh. But we, we had such a terrible experience at IHOP um, that night that we ended up just talking. And it's like, you know what? You, I was never mad at you. <laughs> And I don't think you were mad at me. I think we were mad at, if we're being honest, the way I reacted to a situation, you know, and we just, 
the situation that she didn't ask to be put in? This was so. This was uh, eight years ago now. It Boy, was, she's been in the game a long time, huh? She has. She took a little break, but then she's back at it. Okay. But, I mean, I know you've been at it for yeah. twelve years. Eleven. Eleven next year. Okay. Eleven next month. Okay. Yeah. Um, we we're doing this comedy show like eight years ago, and there was a prize to be won. Five hundred dollars every week. Five hundred dollar prize, and I was like, you know, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, because the dude that was winning never went up anywhere. Only went up at this spot for the five hundred. For the five hundred, and he always won. <laughs> how, how do they determine who the winner is? It was audience participation. Okay, uh-huh. so I go, and there's like six people there, and like four of them are comedians. And I'm like, easy 500. Nice. Because I was, I was especially arrogant back then. <laughs> I was like, easy 500. I was looking <laughs> at my buddies. I was like, easy 500. This dude goes up. He's doing stolen shit. He's doing just hacky shit. And people are, you know, uh, I go up, crush it. My buddy goes up, crushes it. Janelle goes up, crushes it. The end of the night, they put you all on stage and they, you know, do the Rocky thing. Who do you think won? You know, and that's not, they don't do that in Rocky. Obviously. It's very clear who wins in a boxing match. But <laughs> um, she, uh, the, the host is like, was it da 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 da? And it was between me and the dude at the end of like, who was the funniest? Were, you know, these two audience members are in charge of making noise. And so they're like, was it Brandon? Yeah. Was it this dude? Yeah, and they're like, all right, sounds like it was this dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. It's rigged. I was like, it's a okay. rigged system. Okay. But for what reason? Uh, to get more comedians out there to maybe then bring an audience? I Because why promise 500 bucks? <sighs> You're asking the hard question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, let's go back. As best I can <laughs> tell, the place was a money front. Okay. And there was never an actual $500, but there was something that that guy was in on. <laughs> you know, that's as best as I could tell. Is that place still around? It sure isn't. Okay. It sure isn't. How come? Because of, because uh, of shit like that. You know, huh? I don't know. I you don't, don't know. know? You're not allowed to talk about that stuff? Uh, I've been, I've been uh, persuaded to not. Okay. Excellent. Uh, you know what I mean? I guess so. Uh I've learned that it would be my best interest to not. <laughs> <laughs> even with your, uh, even though you're moving. Yeah, yeah. No, you can still get touched, man. You can still get touched. Okay. If you, uh, if you fuck up. All right. Well, some. Damn. Maybe so, that's like some off the mic kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. No, I'd be more than happy to tell you one on one. But like, <coughs> so Janelle started promoting that mic. Like, okay. Eight years ago, and I was like. No, I can't let my friends go to this. So I made a big ass post like, yo, this is what's going on here. Like, this is the skinny. You know, don't go because mm-hmm. comics had to pay $15 to sign up. And I was like, you're getting ripped off. Blah, blah, blah. This dude's going to win as a disrespect. And then Janelle was like upset with me because, you know, that's now her hustle. And I just blew up the spot. For no reason, <laughs> very publicly, and that's when I had the conversation with some people about maybe shutting the fuck up. <laughs> um, 
But we went forever not talking, dude. We would just see each other, and I would, you know, I was like, okay. And, like, I remember DL came to town. Before Rodney, DL came to town. And I was on the verge of a mental breakdown. And I saw DL, and I've never said this before, but I saw DL, and you know the improv, right? Mm -hmm. There's that little tiny, not a hallway, but, like, a hallway between the green room and the stage. Okay. It was that corridor. Dude, I saw him. I started crying. I just started fucking openly weeping. And he was like, uh, okay, <laughs> let's go talk about it. And so we just had like a, a two hour conversation about my life, which is incredible for someone on that level to not immediately be like, yo, security. Right. That's, you... <laughs> wow. That says a lot about the guy, about yeah. his character. But we've been friends for a while. So he knew that, it, you know, that wasn't something normal for me. And he still, even though he just, as a man, yeah. When another yeah. man just starts weeping and breaking, that's that's a hard thing to handle. And I'm I'm like bigger than him, and so he like couldn't keep me stable, dude. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was a wild time. That's when I decided I was like, Dale Hughley's my best friend. I might not be his best friend, but he's yours. But he's my best. That's friend. That's okay. He is my best friend. He fucking hooked me up, man. He really helped get my shit straight. But like Janelle was waiting to get into that show. And I was like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And then, like, she just saw me go in the green room with him. And we didn't come out for, like, two hours. <laughs> she probably thought, like, Brandon's being a dick again. But then we finally had a conversation. And, like, we were just like, we don't dislike each other at all. You know? we. I, I think she's very funny. I think she's fun. She's good energy. I love that she, like, goes after it. And she's not afraid to be, like, why am I not on this show? You know, like, she'll just ask someone, like, hey, why am I not on your show? And then the host has to be like, oh. And she's like, okay, well, you know, let's get me on. And she just does it, man. Awesome. I'm like, of the list of three that I think of, you know, Teague, Aaron, and her, she's the one I'm the most, I want her to win it the most. Okay. And not just because she's a black woman, but that helps. Um, because... The scene in Kansas City is kind of racist. Not like super racist, but like there's a racial divide. In comedy? For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. So there's urban shows that happen like 18th and Vine, Juke House, Raytown. And then there's mainstream shows that happen at the Rhino and the Improv and, you know. And the mainstream shows will book me, they'll book Nick Nichols. They'll book, uh, uh, I don't care about these people. They'll book some other people, mm -hmm. but they're not going too deep into the black guy pool. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a whole scene of black guys <clears throat> down at 18th and Vine that are not getting looked at at the Rhino, that are not getting looked at at the improv. And it's not specifically a fault of those venues. Are they trying to get to those? Are they trying to get into those venues? That's the thing. They're not. Because it's weird because there's mics. There's a Wednesday night mic on the south side of town that those guys go to. Oh, okay. And then there's one at the Rhino. Where's the south side of town? Which one? Where's? I think it's at a place called the Juke House. Okay, the Juke House. I don't know. I've only been once, and I didn't feel. I didn't feel especially welcome. Why not? By the I, comics. By the uh, venue. Um, until I went up and then everyone was like, oh, you're cool. 
But I remember sitting at that bar for a long time by myself and thinking like, man, this, they have to know that I'm who I am. Like, Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Because you're a black comic in Kansas city. Yeah. Okay. At this point, I, was on, I didn't even think about that. Okay. I was on Hughley's radio show. Like, okay. The number one segment. Maybe the they were number, intimidated, Brandon. Come on. By me? Yeah. You know, DL Hughley. Dude, I'm the guy at the end of the bar drinking a water. There's nothing intimidating about me. But maybe not. It not. It not like I'm not saying. I'm just like, hey, that's a dude that has. I don't know. I could be unapproachable. I don't know. I see that, but so those guys don't get up at the Rhino. I mean, in a good way. Like you're, like you're, you know, D.L. Hughley. Yeah, you're yeah. doing these big spots. You're yeah, touring. Yeah. You've got albums out. Maybe, maybe they're Plural. like, maybe they're insecure. That's that could maybe be. they're like, I, what am I gonna say to him? Mean, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to give you a positive spin. It could be a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I don't spend enough time down there, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, you showed me that record store that's down there on, like... Seventh Heaven? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, there's a record store there? And you're like, yeah, for, like, 50 years. It's a... Yeah. It's, it's a it's Kansas City staple, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that. It's like, sometimes I just don't know about shit. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. But Janelle is the first comedian in a long time... That can be comfortable in both places. She can go south of the river and fucking murder. She can come up here and murder. And it's that's a very rare talent. And I think more people should be aware of her. So I want her to win the most. Just because it's like I need I want people to know that this isn't something that just Danny Boy can win. No offense to Danny Boy, but like we have actual craftsmen in this city that deserve an opportunity and deserve a look and i think she's one of them and i think her winning it would do the most good for her i think scarborough's in a place where if he wins it shit stays relatively the same you know he's already getting booked on every show up north you know it oh he does comedy he i thought he just painted well (laughs) um i have been, and like falconed or something he's a falconer yeah 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 he, he dabbles in comedy he's one of the it hurts because he's good at everything he does but i can still get him on being so horrifically unattractive <laughs> he's got a pretty girlfriend he does and i <laughs> that tells you how nice women are you know? <laughs> that tells you how nice they are because he looks like he looks like one of his drawings. Like when you see, he does draw himself. He does. He does, and you see that, and you he go, does oh. very good at drawing himself. You're like that's funny. You made your eyes really small, and like your, head. and then you see him, and you're like, oh fuck, for real, that's crazy. <laughs> but he just doesn't need to win it. Janelle needs to win it to legitimize actual comedy. Okay. And then Teague is just funny. He's just really funny. Um, Who do would I know Teague? Would I have seen him at the Rhino? Maybe. Yeah, he's. Uh, what, what is? Uh, what does he do? What are some of his? Well, he talks like this, and then he uh, he wears like a suit jacket, and then like jeans is what he'll do. Okay. He's a real throwback to the nineties. Um, oh, is he older? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 He, he is. That dude just oozes. I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. like there's no. You're like, oh yeah, 
just like I mean, you can tell he's like always on, like he's always talking, yeah. like like a kind of like a, like an East Coast type of vibe. I kind of get bit, from yeah. him. He's one of those or with types. like maybe like a mix of like Doug Stanhope or something. Yeah, but all he can do is comedy. I couldn't imagine him like if I was building a chair, calling him up. I you know, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's got to be Janelle. Okay, Janelle. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be Janelle for to for that to be a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Janelle. She's the most versatile comic on that list. Do you think it is harder to go for a, a north of the river to go south of the river and perform or a south of the river and go north of the river and perform? North to south is right immensely harder. <laughs> like, So does the... You ever do urban shows? Have you ever done one? No, I've only done the Rhino because okay. that's all I know. I didn't, okay. I didn't even know I could do the Rhino when I just happened to... I don't even remember how I found out. Probably Instagram or something. They had like yeah. a burger night. And that was open mic night. I was like, oh, sweet. $5 burger and a beer and fries? Yeah. And open comedy? Sign me up. So, white people, when you're bombing, will give you the benefit of the doubt for the whole time. Black people are going to boo your ass off. They will fucking boo you. Yeah. Dude, last year, when I was funny, this wasn't like some long, long ago tale. Last year... On my birthday weekend, <laughs> I did four shows for Michael Blackson. I got booed off stage <laughs> four times. <laughs> four times. Were you bad? Did you deserve it? <sighs> they didn't give me a chance, man. They didn't <laughs> give you a chance? They didn't give me a chance. How come? Dude, You're in your suit. The host you look good. didn't help. I'll say that. The host was kind of like, I don't know if he's funny or not, but it's his birthday. <laughs> Which is like the worst shit you can say. Yeah, why would he do that? Just to sabotage you? I don't know. Just to fuck with you? I don't know what that was about, but it really hurt. <laughs> uh, I remember one night, uh, my birthday was actually Friday. So we had a show Thursday. It was five shows. I got booed. My bad. It was Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Okay. So... Friday, I was like, you know, it's my birthday today. And so I was like, nobody gives a fuck about your birthday. <laughs> it's true. Oof. I was just about to call you. I was like, dude, you can't call it a birthday weekend. I know. But like, <laughs> so at the improv, I perform on my birthday every single weekend. Every birthday weekend I've had for the past eight years, mm-hmm. I've been at the improv. Like, purposefully? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started off as an accident, but then it was like, let's do this. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. How can we make this a thing? Mm hmm. That Blackson weekend hit, dude. And it was just like, <laughs> oof. And when you're hosting. Yeah, what do you do if you host and you're bad? I couldn't imagine. <laughs> they just boo you every was, time you come up. You just have to pass off the mic. Luckily, I was in the middle. And so, like, I didn't have to deal with that. But, oh, dude, I would have. Man. <laughs> I know I took a month off when that happened. After that, I was like, let me just. I think I remember you telling me something about that. Now I'm getting more of the story. Yeah, you know. it took about a month off, and I was like, <laughs> ah, I just need to. This wasn't too long ago, right? It was November yeah. of last year. I was like, I just need to make sure that I, I'm really doing the right thing. So you would prefer to do North of the River <laughs> shows? I'd prefer to do well South of the River. Yeah. But I would. But but how often do you go South of the River? Like, Never. how often are you doing these? Never. I don't do any Why open not? Mics. I don't do any open mics. Like, I just don't. 
Okay, I, I guess I get that. Well, because my jokes are long, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even have 10 minutes to go. But the... Oh. You know? Like, I don't even have... You can't make a five-minute joke? I could, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, for the gigs that I'm doing on the road. Okay. Huh. So, I just... I You know, I'll show up sometimes to, like, say hey to Aaron, you know, whatever. Right. Or give him some crap, but... No, I... Like on a Wednesday night, what are you doing? When there's when when it's you know, post COVID season and pre COVID. Yeah. What are you uh, doing on a Wednesday night? Video games. Yes. In the office, you know. I just don't. I don't like the trap of it, man. Like you go and it's like. You can't get in and out. You know, you're gonna have to be there for like, an hour, and it's like fuck. That's an hour of my life where I'm just. You don't want to hang out? No, not really. Okay. You know, if I want to hang out, I'll hang out. But like, Turn this a little bit. Oh, yeah. This way? There you go, yep. If I want to hang out, like, I'll call you and we'll hang out. Like, But I mean, like, the scene, like, the comedy scene. You don't want to hang out with other comics? No. How come? It's like, uh, it'd be like a Boy Scout hanging out with a Marine all day. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Pretending they do the same thing. <laughs> right, right. So look at those coworkers. And the Marines just getting fucking madder. And mad. Like, come on, man. We don't, I got ribbons, too. Yeah, like, we don't do the same thing, you know? Yeah. I, I'm i at a very elite level with my shit. And then the fucking Boy Scouts, like, yeah, I can skin an animal if it's already dead. You know, it's like, it's not even the same. Okay. So, I... I get annoyed by people who are like, oh, you never show up. You should show up more. And it's like, all right, fine. And then I show up and it's like, oh, you had a Wednesday off. You're not working at blah, blah, blah. I thought you were famous, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, so this is you're I, kind of catty, huh? Yeah. It's like, you know, I'd rather do anything else. Like, yeah. Okay. You all know? right. I haven't done stand up in seven months now. Does that hurt? Yeah. It's got to hurt. Yeah. I've been worried about you. Yeah, yeah, it's not been going well. I I miss it. I've been thinking, yeah, you're the ones I, I think about a lot with with the COVID, with it shutting down comedy because I feel like you're you're somebody that really needs that. Yeah, well, it was my job, you know. Well, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, 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 for that, but I mean, also for like just mental health and just oh, yeah, something yeah. to do, like your passion, like that's that's what you do. I love the routine of like picking out the suits for the weekend, you know, and. You know, am I bringing the Xbox or am I going to try to explore Cedar Rapids? You know, <laughs> what am I going to do? You know, am I going to bring the laptop or am I am I going to try to get some work done? You know, it's like the whole, the shit's fun. Like the process of planning out comedy and like, oh man, what's in the neighborhood of this club? Like, what am I going to see? Who am I going to run into? That would like, be great. And that was every weekend, you know, from... I had January up until May booked solid. Like, no gaps. Oh, wow. And then COVID hit mid-March. And I was supposed to be. It was my one off week in Kansas City. I was working the improv with Chris Porter. And Porter, like, we had just worked together in Oklahoma City. And we had just worked together in Des Moines. And he was like, dude, I'm not sure about Kansas City. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this COVID shit, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then 
I just went to their website and it was like, we are no longer open for however long Anything, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. And then these little independent one-nighters started falling off and then these little weekend clubs started falling off. I was like, dude, this is... I've never seen anything like this. You know? It, it, it fucked up a lot of comedians. But then there's like other comedians that it's like, how do you even notice? Like you, you're not booked anywhere. Like how do you notice? Like yeah, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about them or think yeah. about them. But it's it sucks, dude. And then I look at like how we behaved the last like me and Porter the last two weeks. You know, we were shaking hands and fucking hugging people and. Fucking... Oh yeah, you must have been paranoid for like a couple weeks. Yeah, but like at the time we didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know Des Moines. We had a fucking four star hotel. Dang. You know? And I had rented, like, a really nice vehicle. Yeah. And so we were just living it up, man. We were having a great time. We'd do the show, and then we'd... Mm. It's those people I was talking about. They found out I was talking about the show, and they were like, stop. I might be accidentally live-streaming No, I'm it. kidding. No, I'm <laughs> um, uh, so we had fun. We had a lot of fun. And then it's just, like, the next week, it's like... How many people are dead? Mm-hmm. Oh. So he shouldn't have been inviting chicks back. And, you know, not that he was doing any of that. I, you know, I certainly was doing that. But <laughs> inviting chicks back. And, you know, Oklahoma City, that's my hometown. So, like, I know a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I was sober during that period. So, luckily, I wasn't like, let's keep the party going. But I was still, like. You're almost a year sober, right? Yeah, it'll be a year at the end of this month. Yeah. And then it then I think I'm done. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh shit. It's just boring, man. I know. It's boring as fuck. I know. <laughs> that's why that's why nobody does it. Dude, you go on a date with a girl and she starts drinking, it's like, oh well. I don't even know how I would date without without it. Yeah, no, it's I, it's not easy. It's not, I, I, you know, you know me, I'm single too, yeah. and I'm on the, the dating apps. Uh, really, I, yeah, anyways, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, let's meet for coffee or for lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll do a coffee date, and it's just, it just feels awkward. It does. Uh, well, because no one fucks for the first time in the middle of the day. You know huh. what I mean? I wouldn't say no one. Well, okay. <laughs> no one that looks like me does it. <laughs> Come on. Guys that look like me are not having a great patch of... <laughs> fucking tricks in the middle of the day <laughs> I don't really For the first time I'm just kidding It's gross I have to have the lights off Yeah It's gotta be dark <laughs> My my room in Denver I like a couple candles Two of the walls are windows mm-hmm. And my apartment in Denver And it's like oh, That's gotta cool Gotta black them out Get some blackout curtains Yeah I was like, That's cool for the view But I can't imagine How I'm gonna fuck anyone With <laughs> You know what I mean bright ass sunlight going on but i'll manage yeah what were how did we get on that i don't know charlie yeah wake up charlie <laughs> come on he fell asleep last week on the podcast did like, he really i just saw him over nod and i was just passed out i was like all right <laughs> wonder what camera it's on <laughs> i got him fucked up on whiskey mm. About a month or so ago. Like, he doesn't ever drink too much. He yeah. was trashed. It was hilarious. 
Dude, I like getting trashed during the day. Oh yeah, we're talking about you're sober. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're gonna you think you're gonna give it up after the year? Oh, I know I'm gonna give it up. After okay, <laughs> you do. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm a kind of. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, let's just make it to the end of the year. But I can already tell you, I. No, no, this will not be who I am. So you were in a place that brought you there. You know, you were doing crazy texts of people and getting just kind of weird, I guess, when you're super drunk. Well, is no. that kind of why you were like, I need to so the, I need to quit doing this? The inciting incident is what they call it. The inciting incident was uh, me and Porter were in Columbia. Missouri? Yeah. Okay. It's right there. Two hours. Two hours. Five-star hotel. In Columbia? Yeah. Huh. That was probably four. It was very nice. It's called the Tiger. Great hotel. Okay. Um, except when I signed up, like when I got into my room, they were doing like repelling from the roof for some radio station. And it was just fucking loud. Like just music and just people repelling down the fucking wall. For fun? Yeah. Oh, okay. Luckily it wasn't like the wall that faced me with the window, but it was the other wall. So I'm just hearing these ding, ding. Like this is fucking don't like this. So I look over. There's a bar in the hotel, like in my room. Mm-hmm. And I take a couple shots, take a nap. I'm like, all right, we're good. You know, I wake up a little bit buzzed, <laughs> put the suit on, you know? Yeah. Uh, I call Porter. We walk over to the gig. We get there, and the manager's like, hey, whatever you guys want, it's on us. Beautiful. I was like, all right. Hell yeah. Whatever okay. you want. I'm getting the good stuff. Yeah. So I'm doing shots. Porter's on stage doing a question and answer and shit. So he's like, he burned like an hour and then he was doing like questions from the audience. So I'm just, it's an hour and a half and I'm just tossing him back. And then they're like, you know, second show, you know, I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, second show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I started slowing down and then. Are you pretty drunk at this point? Yeah. You feel, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess so if the, the bartender's coming up to you and saying, hey. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember uh, I was on I was texting this girl. I said, like, yeah, yeah, come through, whatever. But also, like, I saw Porter's shoes. And I remember thinking, like, I want those shoes right now. <laughs> and so I got on, like, StockX and I bought them, like, right then and there. And they were, like, 280 Okay. You know, it was like kind of a, a steep hit to take f- for no reason. I just saw shoes. The drunk like, buy. Yeah, I was like. Impulsive yeah. drunk buy. Yeah. We'll $300 shoes. Throw them on there. And then the show ends. We're drinking more. Well, how'd the show go with you drunk? It didn't go as good as the first one. <laughs> it didn't, you know. I like, was hoping to hear a story like, yeah, I was no. so drunk up there. All right. Okay. So afterwards. I can generally autopilot it pretty well. Okay. Get where we're going. Nice. Professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be able to do that, I think. Um, mm. So we went to Jimmy John's. And I remember getting, like, this big-ass sandwich. And then I got another sandwich for the room. I was like, just so I, if I wake up, I have another sandwich. <laughs> and then we went to this cookie place, and I got, like, ooh, a dozen and a half cookies. <laughs> and Porter's like, you're having a good night, huh? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh... We ended up getting high and just going back to the room. And I remember 
I walked into the lobby and they're like, Mr. Patrick, your guest, uh, your guest is waiting for you in the suite. I was like, guest, Mr. Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. There's a picture on my phone. I'll show you of me in the elevator that I took of myself just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like I was just gone. I get to my room. Uh, the TV is on and I did not turn the TV on before I left and it smells like lavender. Oh, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? This is like an older building. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong room. My bad. So I back out, (laughs) check the room again. Now's the right room. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. Maybe they, maybe the turndown service here is something different where they don't just make your bed. Maybe they make your bed and, Run some essential oils right. and give you some ambient noise. I don't know what, you know, it's a nice room. <laughs> so you go in and you make the corner and there's the bed and there's this chick in the bed. Dang. And she's wearing the bathrobe oh that's hanging gosh. up, you know. When you go to a nice hotel, there's a bathrobe hanging up and it's like, if you put this on, you might as well keep it because we're charging you a hundred bucks. She had that bathrobe on. She was watching TV. And I just remember this is like a that. movie. I was like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I'm so-and-so. I was like, no, who the fuck are you? And she was like, you invited me here. I was like, when? <laughs> and she's like, look at your Tinder. And I was, so I went on Tinder and I was like, "I last thing I said to this girl, come through. Here's the address. She didn't send an okay. She didn't send an I'll be there. I got no kind of confirmation. She just did it. She just fucking went for it. Bro. Whoa. Whoa. Told the lady at the front desk she was my wife. <laughs> Whoa. This chick is a freak. Yeah. Let her in and everything. I was freak. Like, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I've had a lot of alcohol tonight. I'm not sure that it's going to go the way you think. Uh-huh. Additionally, I got these sandwiches. <laughs> And I will be eating these entire sandwiches <laughs> right now. <laughs> and so I started eating these sandwiches. <laughs> and she's like looking at the cookie box. Because there's also <laughs> there's cookies, 18 yeah. cookies. She's like, can I get one of the cookies? And I was like. You go downstairs. There's like cookies there. <laughs> like, you, like you can't have my cookies, but you can have like the hotel's cookies. And she was like. Will you get them for me? And I was like, nah. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be honest. If you leave that room, I'm locking the door. <laughs> Damn. So I finished my sandwiches. I finished like half the cookies. And I get in the bed. And I'm like in a tuxedo in my bed. This never happens. I never get so drunk where I can't take my clothes off. But I'm that drunk. Did she leave or stay? She's still there. Yes. And I'm in the full tux. With the jacket. With the jacket. The tie is still on, man. With crumbs all over yeah, it. Just fucked up. <laughs> and she starts like unbuttoning. I'm like, hey, hey, none of that. None of that. And she's like, no, come on. It'll be fun. Like, none of that. Just chill, you know. And then she like, I pass out for a second. I put my CPAP on. 
<laughs> just fucking ultimate rude behavior. Right? <laughs> right. Put my CPAP on, laying down. And she starts like trying to like initiate a blowjob. Uh-huh. She's like licking my dick and stuff. Like through my tuxedo pants though. I'm like, hey, no, these are nice. Stop. Like, <laughs> just take them off if you're going to do that. And she was, she was trying to get them off, but I had suspenders on. <laughs> You can't just get them off. Yeah. I have like layers. <laughs> she's fucking frustrated. And she's like, are you not going to fuck me? And I was like, no, probably not. No. And she's like, well, I'm going to drink some of the wine then. And I was like, knock yourself out. And I, I'm not thinking about it at the moment. You know, I just realized there's a bar in my room. Knock yourself out. Oh, no. Three bottles of wine. Oh. $10. $45. $110. Oh, shit. Are the prices on there? Yeah. She saw the prices. Yeah. She went cheap. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I'm a little drunk. I bet he won't mind if I get the yeah. $45 one. I'm fucked up. Who gives a fuck? I'm getting a $100 bottle. $112, I think. She fucking... Whoa. Dude. And they're on like a, like a sensor so that the front desk knows to bill you accordingly. You don't get one glass of this wine. You get the whole bottle. There's no... <laughs> you, you put it back, but you're still getting charged right. for the whole bottle. So she takes that out. She starts drinking out of it. I'm like, yeah, I'll take some wine, too. <laughs> and she gives me the $45 bottle. Yeah. And so I'm like, whatever. Uh, and she's like, all right, now can I suck your dick? And I was like, oh, definitely not. She <laughs> 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 wouldn't even... Like, I can't even move. Like, (laughs) if I move, I'm going to throw up. Like, no, you should just go. She was like, really? I was like, really? You should just go. And she was like, fuck you, Brandon. And I was like, I understand. (laughs) And she, like, opened the bottle of uh, wine, Mm a little fucking $15 one, poured it out in the sink. Oh, what a bitch. She pours out the 115, 112, whatever. Pours out the 45, pours them all in the sink. Oh my gosh! Takes the snacks, you know, the little little waters and snacks that are normally like forty five cents, but now they're three dollars for right. some reason. Rips them all open, throws them away. Oh whoa! I fall asleep. I finally get her out of the, the room. I fall asleep. I wake up to the fucking housekeeping, like you know, it's. Checkout time. Checkout time's eleven. It's eleven thirty, bro. Oh shit! (laughs) Make a move. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So I just grab my shit as best I can. Fucking still in tuxedo. (laughs) I just grab it as best I can. I fucking bounce. And they're like, okay, um, we need to discuss incidentals. And I was like, oh no, we're all good. Like you know, room's fine. They're like, no. You need no. You have to sign off on this. Uh oh. I was like, "All right, what's going on?" And they were like, "This is the highest incidentals tab we've ever had." Whoa! I was like, "For one bottle of wine?" And they're like, "For three bottles of wine, for all of the snacks." (laughs) Oh shit! For (laughs) taking the robe. Oh. I was like. This chick. All right, let's take a look at it. You know, so I take a look at the bill. Five hundred thirty-eight dollars. Okay, that's not horrible. 
It is when you only made 500. No, no. I, look, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just in my head. I was like, Holy, how much could this possibly oh, yeah, be? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a 500 something dollar mistake. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So it was a 275 room, 500, the shoes. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude. I spent a little over a thousand bucks. A little over a grand and made 500. I just remember thinking like. So you lost 500? Yeah. Okay. Not only that, I get home, I'm unpacking everything. It was a mess because I packed like in a hurry. My fucking CPAP machine is still there. Oh, no. So I call him. And I'm like, hey, can you guys mail me my CPAP machine back? And they were like, uh, yeah, it'll be like $45. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it won't. If you do it right, it'll be like 20 bucks. Like, and they're like, nah, it'll be 45 <laughs> And like, we'll only run the mail once a month or once a week. Like, it, it'll be 25 or 40 I was like, fucking add it up. You know what I mean? Right. What's another 45 Yeah, what are you going to do? And I understand why they didn't do anything with it, but like they could have broken the whole fucking thing because there's a tank for water in it Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to empty before you travel with it, which is common sense. You wouldn't travel with a full thing of water. Right. But they fucking mailed it with a full thing. They did? Yeah. You're not supposed to even do that. Yeah. The inside of the box is all soggy and shit. (laughs) What idiots. Dude, this... I'm amazed this even made it. Why were they, like, they shouldn't have even been mad. Like, were they mad at you? Like, you just gave them 500 and something dollars. They just made out, like, bandits on that. Their maids had to do a little extra cleaning. Yeah. But all that money they made? Dude, they made, they made a nice chunk of change. Right? And it wasn't even, I, I didn't even make a mess, per se. I mean, she threw all the snacks away in the trash, which is pretty annoying. But, like, everything was pretty much confined to the bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... I was eating the food in the bed. <laughs> all the shit was in the bed. So yeah. all you got to do is take, take the, the sheets the covers off. and fucking, you know. But Roll them up and get them out. I remember, like, I got home and I was like, you should just really take a while to think about drinking before, you know. You should just chill for a second. Okay. And then. Had you been having, like, issues before that, too? Like, was that, like, that was that a one-off situation? I was... This was like last September, so I was like coming off summer tour stuff, and like mm-hmm. you know, you just meet people and say, "You want to go fuck in my hotel room?" You know, and there's just a lot of that kind of behavior. And then like the week before I did Columbia, I was in Arkansas, which those guys are fun as fuck. The Arkansas comics are really fucking fun, but for some reason, I booked my hotel way the fuck out there so both the shows we did were at breweries and i'd get fucked up because it's free drinks and then it's like i have to drive all the way like 45 minutes in a oh, state that geez. i don't live in oh no good that's not good dude i was like you just have to you got to be smarter about the shit you're doing mm-hmm. you know you just have to be more locked in you got to be more aware and so now I've just gotten to the point to where, you know, before COVID, I was just planning everything out super far in advance. Like, I would book my hotel two months out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the reason I got to live in April was because I canceled all my hotels for May and June. And I just got, like, a bunch of money coming back in my account because it's like I had already booked those dates and I'd already paid for those hotels. 
So I just got a bunch of money back. But yeah, it's really like, there's just a lot of mistakes were getting made, you know? Right. And it's like, I was getting bigger gigs, you know? Now I'm featuring for Porter. Now I'm, you know, whatever. And it's, it's like, well, I don't want to make him look bad. Because mm. I love that guy to death. Can't make him look bad. Right. I got to make myself look good enough to where they want me to hang around and put me on shows even without him, you know? Right. Which is something that he's cool with. He's like, get your money, you know? Like, don't count on me. Like, get your money. Get your money, King. Yeah. So, I was like, I just need to slow down. And then the whole world ended. <laughs> Six months into me doing it. I was <laughs> oh, shit. bored as fuck the whole time. Like, so yeah, I'm done. I think I'm going to approach it differently, but I'm fucking so done. Done being sober. Yeah. it's. it's... Well, I mean, it's awesome that you had that realization when you did, because clearly things could have gotten a lot worse. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows what would have happened. And so you had at least a year to reflect. And then now at least, I don't know, maybe I'm sure you've learned plenty, like maybe a certain line where you don't cross. Like, I don't know. Do it more responsibly. Yep. Get fucked up, but do it more responsibly. Don't get fucked up when you're across this fucking country, you know? Yeah. I remember I was getting fucked up in Atlanta, you know? Ooh, Atlanta sounds fun. Atlanta's fun, bro. I bet Atlanta's fun. Atlanta's fun. We're just getting fucked up. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, I don't live here. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll try to find my hotel. Oh, yeah, because you drive. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to do, like, more ambitious shit. Like, I don't know if it's going to pan out the way it does, but I've been really getting into prints lately. You yeah, know? I've really, yeah, we've had a couple conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would do these things called the after show. The after show. So he'd go do the sprint center, and then he would do, like. Oh, a small little. He'd pop up at the Hole in the wall or something. Okay. Yeah, and play just, like, covers and shit. I love when artists, big name artists do yeah. that. It's just the greatest. Dude, Prince, I could talk forever about Prince. I know you could. He, he like invented that shit and he, he made me want to do that shit. So like now when I'm looking at my spring tour, I'm going to try and it's got to be, it's going to be a bitch to coordinate, but it's like, I want to do your comedy club and then I want to hang out with my musician friends at this jazz club. You know, it's the after show. And it's hard to, like, it's hard to convince a comedy club, like, this won't fuck you. Because the same people aren't going to see both things. And even if they do, they're not getting the same experience, Mm -hmm. you know. But I'd really like to do more music. And so, like, I think I want to incorporate after shows. Doing music? Yeah. Okay. I just started something with the podcast called... I'm starting something called Neanderthal Showcase where I'm going to have artists come and perform songs. Yeah. And it's going to be like separate from the, this channel. It'll just be pure. It's own thing. Yeah. And I just had, actually before you came in here, I had a guy performing. So I'm going to try try something like that. Yeah. It I'm, just seems fun. Mm-hmm. But like, I just know like, you can't do that drunk, man. Yeah. You know, the logistics of being at two different places and doing two different skills can't do it so i'm sure i'll be careful because at the end of the day i'm more about my money than i am about fun so i know that i won't fuck myself in that way again to where i'm just like a lesson learned 
thousand dollar lesson. Thousand dollars in the hole. That's oh, yeah. not in the hole. That was that was uh, what do they call that? What money? Uh, return of investment on that was, yeah. was over a thousand dollars. And then like that could have gone so left because she was belligerent by the time she left. Like, oh dude, you're lucky. That's all that me. happened. Yeah, you know, you're lucky you didn't have sex with her. Yeah, I could have fucked her, or she could have. Uh, she could have beat me up. You know. Well, that kind of like yeah. domestic incident, like dude. Oh, there could have been. You could have. You could have tried to have sex with her, and then maybe it didn't work. Yeah, you're trying, and then all of a sudden just goes limp in the middle, and she gets crazy, and then who knows? Who knows what kind of allegations she could throw out there, dude? Some Brian Callen type allegations. Well, he did it, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he did it. I don't know, but I don't think he did it. I think he. I, I, I know he's an aggressive, like. I don't know. You you've spent you've actually I've, spent time with him. Yeah, I mean, I've hung out with him. I, I'd love. I I've always liked him. Listen, I can't. Knowing what I know, I can't go to his defense. Okay. The way that I would like to, or he would like me to, or mm. whatever you know. But ugh, I'm just glad I'm not in that same boat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Poof. But yeah, I think I just want to do more music. I've been listening to more music, and I've been like, I don't know, I think it'd be fun. I've got a keyboard in my room, like a fucking giant, hefty, like, takes two people to move it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I got all my saxophones, I got those trumpets and clarinets, and I just... You want to do music, huh? I think it'd just be fun to do... On like, the side for fun, or you want to try and monetize it? I don't want to make any money. Okay. I don't want to make any money. I want to just, like... If anything, I want to be like this weird famous comedian that like. Okay, like uh, what's that guy? Like Craig Robinson does a little bit. Yeah, Craig Robinson. I was thinking Steve Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just pop in, mm-hmm. you know, because I know musicians in every city, and it would just be it would benefit them so much to have like. I brought the twenty people from the show, and now we're just gonna play blues covers for an hour and a half. That'd be awesome. I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. That's well. Yeah, that's my clearly that would be my type of yeah. jam right there. I would totally be down for something like that. But it's got to be two different venues. I've discovered it has to be two different venues, or else they get restless. Okay, so you bring bring these people to the yeah. other venue. Okay, I remember when I did Cedar Rapids with Jeff Die. So you just do your so you say you do the improv in Denver or wherever the, I don't know yeah. wherever in City X you go to do their improv, just you or whoever. And then when you're done, just say, hey, guys, do you say, hey, if anybody wants, I'll be at the yeah. the Blue Note on Fifth Street doing, doing jazz. To, like, you can't probably really. It's hard to figure out how to get that part of it. Done yeah, you can't really the, promote the club probably, at that club going to another club. Right. The club's probably not going to be like, hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's not cool. But then at the same time, it's like. I guess you promote it on your social media. I would be done with the show. At the club. So, like, there's no more money for them to make. Yeah, but they're not going to have you back. I mean, I'd have to prove that it doesn't affect the numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, but what if point, it does? I mean, you know, that's, I guess, you know, that just gives those. I'm a stronger comedian than I will ever be a musician. So, there's not. Well, I guess what I, I'm saying from, like, maybe the business standpoint is you just told these people. Who is, I'm, I'm already trying to get their their patronage as it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, you just told them about a whole other club they never knew about. Yeah. And maybe they didn't know they liked live 
music like that. Now, maybe on a Friday night, they're going to go check out their place instead of like improv. That's possible. So, so, I mean, I'm just saying from their perspective, that might be why they'd be like, yeah, don't be doing that. But maybe, yeah, on your social media, I'll be like, hey, afterwards, yeah, I'm going to the, the Blue Note. Or I think uh, the way that it would end up going is like, I would have a friend do a gig like jazz wise mm-hmm. somewhere else. And so it's like, where are you working tonight? Okay. That's where we're going to pop out. Mm-hmm. And you just don't announce it except for like you said on social media, like, Oh, headed to blah, blah, blah. And then you do like your gig there. Yeah. Um, but man, Prince dude, he just, that's a guy who did not do it for money. That's a guy who fucking loved music. Oh, really? I thought he did it for pussy. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I think, uh, he got plenty Come on, pussy. that tiny little guy? Yeah. I mean, that's where I had to begin. Like, how else is that dude going to get laid? Dude, he's 5'1". Yeah, it's... 5'1", 85 pounds, it's not you a know? big market of chicks like, oh, man. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, but that guy made so much fucking music. Oh yeah, he's incredible. Like, he made yeah, he he I he had a very big impression on me when I was at a very impressionable age, like yeah. 6th grade when puberty's just hitting. I'm just now watching MTV and I'm seeing Prince and, yeah. and his chicks on there. I was like, it made me want to play guitar. I mean, I didn't do Dude, it, but his fucking guitar skills are legendary. His fucking keyboard skills are legendary. Oh, really? Yeah. His last tour was piano and a microphone. Oh, cool. So it was just him and a piano singing and like no guitar, no nothing, no band. And it was, it was like, wow, this is something else. And he was doing arenas. Yeah, it sucks, man. One of the one of the great talents that we've lost recently. Dude, I say I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Because now, like, his family's in charge of, like, what comes out. And it's like, he wouldn't put that shit out. Like, it's just a money grab. They're just putting shit out there. And it's like, I don't know. They are releasing my favorite album of his, Sign of the Times. They're, like, redoing it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. But, like, would he be into that? Probably not. You know, considering he never did any version of that in his life. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? You know, it sucks. And they, bro, I'm fucking. I spent so much money on Prince records <laughs> right? since he died. Yeah. I probably spent a thousand dollars on Prince records since he died. And it's like, he didn't get any of that money. His family does. Yeah. Someone does. But then like, if you listen to him talk about shit, I, it's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, man. It's, he believes in, uh, yeah, he's, he's Jehovah chemtrails, guy. chemtrails. Yeah. Yeah. He's the kind of dude like I would not want to read his tweets nowadays. Like if he was, <laughs> you know what I mean? The shit he has to say on vaccines, I'm pretty sure I would be like, come on, man, just play music. <laughs> I love your tweets, man. I am not a Twitter dude. I do not do Twitter, Twitter at sucks. all. I don't do it. I don't do it. It sucks. If you look, I probably have like 40 followers on there. Yeah. I don't. I only go on a Twitter for your tweets. Oh, that's fucking funny. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I am not bullshitting you. I only go. I'm like, oh, what's, what's Brandon saying on that's Twitter funny. today? Yeah. I always try to, like, stir the pot with something just ridiculous. Like, the other day I was like. I'm a pot stir on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, who's the best rapper besides Eminem? And people were like. Oh, yeah. I, Eminem I is not oh, the yeah, best. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that one. I know I, I commented on some dude. You were looking for more rap. And some dude said Macklemore. Some dude said Macklemore, Like, yeah. seriously. Like, a seri- he wasn't joking. He was serious yeah. about, like, come on, man. This dude's looking for 
legit good Trying to get into rap, it. and you're gonna send them fucking <laughs> dun, 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 like some fucking bullshit about more. you know uh, whatever. Yeah, I can't believe TikTok, man. I you know, I've been doing these clarinet videos. I don't do TikTok. I don't have TikTok. Are you on there? Are you doing a lot of TikTok stuff? I got convinced to get on TikTok. You would look. I I bet you do good on that. With you're wrong. Yeah. You know? Maybe you haven't figured it out yet. Followers. Have you gone viral? No. No. You haven't. Did How'd I you get, get five those, followers? Uh, you didn't go viral. Just five people that I knew about Gosh. that were like saying, "Get on TikTok." Mm. I was like, "I'm there," and they were like, "Okay, we'll follow you." <laughs> but there's like girls in Kansas City that have like. 25,000 followers, 30,000 followers, Mm -hmm. 100,000 followers. And it's like, I, the girls, I know, but it's like, yeah, it's, and I'm not saying their content's not good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I know how much work I put into my shit. Yeah. I, that is the age old, like, I don't know, whatever really maybe it's just not for me you yeah know? like i'm more okay with it just not being for me well i think it's a dance thing right like dance yeah. kids and their families doing dances and challenges and it's a lot of that stuff shit, right you know and i'm over here lying about clarinet lessons like i get it i like your videos that you put on facebook are those tiktok videos uh is that always, what i'm watching they always get repurposed for tiktok okay but I, they start off as like okay instagram is that what you're doing like like how are you satisfying your creative thirst right now since you're not be able to it's a lot of videos yeah i make videos that like i can never show anyone <laughs> how come like oh man they're just so bad or like dark they're funny or... to me but they're so dark yeah so okay this is the darkest one i ever made and i immediately like i i edited it and i sent it to my friend and i was like actually no and i actually hit the unsend button on instagram and like that works. Took it back, and then I deleted it from my phone. It was. Uh, have you seen my small dog? I have a small dog named Toby. Toby. Yeah. yeah. So it was me and Toby, and I was talking about his background. Like you know, he grew up the smallest of of his litter, and you know, he's just a great dog. And if you don't Venmo me twenty dollars, I'm gonna put two fucking slugs in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, <laughs> like flashes to like a, a makeshift grave in my backyard and I'm like that's where I'm gonna put him twenty dollars you have two hours that's it that's it dude I but it was fun it was done no 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 no, no no that's dark and funny the only one I'm like that's it last year when I got nominated for the pitch um I had a similar idea for a video of you know splicing it together of me getting some kittens and putting them in a bag and then next going you guys you should really vote for me or else and there would yeah. be over a bridge or these kittens are getting dropped into the river yeah i don't think yeah. that's too dark I oh, think. and then dark. and then i was gonna oops <laughs> and then cut all to it, a bag falling <laughs> all it takes is one person to watch it out of context and be like this guy hates dogs yeah and then they get their friends behind it and then they get and then it's just so you got uh, ASPCA after you. Yes. You'd be all right. I was like, I don't, I don't want to have any conversations with people. Okay. See, I'm. And Toby's so cute that people would really respond to that if I was going to kill him. I have another dog. Matt, well, so. then they would Venmo you $20. That's what I'm thinking. Dude, I making this video, not video. I think it's great. CD 
a physical only has been a fucking nightmare. I could have told you that, but I knew it was your own little thing that you wanted to do. I just wanted to get like... You want to do something different, a little yeah. hipster, a little old school, a little... Just something different, right? Yeah. I think Generate like, some buzz. Hey, yeah. some limitability. You can't just get this anywhere. Yeah. You have to copies. get there. If you want to hear my special, you have to buy the CD. You have to pay money, and you have to have a CD player. And nobody has a CD player anymore. Yeah. I think I'm going to put out the final track as a single. I think I'm going to do that probably in the next week or so, and just drop it on Spotify. See what happens? Apple Music, and just be like, I know I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. What are you going to do? It's free. Take it. Yeah. You've I, got wanna, I wanna get it out there. Yeah, don't doesn't every you know creative I mean, person want to get their art out there? Limiting it to hundred was like I don't know. Not a great idea. No. That's two specials in a row you've had not great ideas about. Well the first one uh, The first one you're like, I'll never do thirty people yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah. That's that they're trying it. to get a, di- a direct number. That was a, a fucking nightmare and a half. Yeah. This one was just, I want to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I anticipated being on tour for like the back half of the year. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, I'll sell a lot of these at shows. Of course. And then shows just keep not happening. And even if they do happen, there's no way to like directly interface with people. Like you can't sell merch after a show now. You know, it's... Show's over, everyone has to leave. There's no, like, hangout. Can you hand something out? Can you hand out, like, a QR code that would bring you to your merch store or your merch? I don't think so. I think I could put one on the table before the show started. Mm-hmm. And I I could do that, but I don't think I could. Yeah. Or I have it. Ima- yeah. Have it handed out somehow. Huh. Which I'm, is another like logistical nightmare. I'm gonna pee real quick. Yeah, and then we'll continue. Do people get funnier? Like, who are some comics that you would like famous comments that get funnier? I think uh, Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle's for sure gotten funnier. Um, Hughley's gotten funnier. You know, if you look at like um, Kings of Comedy era 1999, and you look at like oh, that was funny shit. It was funny, but if you look at like. What he's doing now, it's even better. Twist this little thing got moved Sweet. the other way. There you go. There's a sweet spot on it right here. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. There we go. Here we go. There we go. You can just go like, ah. Uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, here it is. There, there you is. go. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer's funny. And, uh, and your headphones are on your wrong ear. Of course. There we go. And before we start this, welcome back, everybody. I uh, don't think I didn't notice that you were green again. Yeah, dude, it's getting hard. <laughs> it's getting hard. I was like, I was like, I wonder if he has another green shirt or if he's actually going to have to go buy one. And I'd, I would never double up, so I would have to buy one. I would yep. have to buy one. It's been... I know I canceled one time because I didn't have a green shirt. And I didn't want to tell you that. But, <laughs> but no, it's like, it has to be green now. It's got to be green every time. Like, Look, I got to... I saw you did it. I'm like, he's getting on the train, too. Yep. <laughs> there we go. I have, like, all my shit packed up in bags to go to fucking Denver. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So now you're 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 moving, what, tomorrow? Next day? I already moved. Oh, you already moved? Yeah, I moved there last week. Oh, okay. Um, so you've moved out of Kansas City to Denver. Yeah, all my furniture's in... 
You oh, lucky duck, is man. Denver, dude. It's a nightmare. Because I'm like here right now. Uh-huh. So it's like I don't have a bed. I don't have any of my instruments. So like I've been really wanting to play music lately. And it's like all that shit's in fucking Denver. Except for my organ. I have a giant organ mm-hmm. that like, I don't know. It needs to be fixed. And I don't know how to fix it. Like I I gave it my best shot and it's just as broken as it was. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to buy a new one or hire a professional. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, there's no way I could fix it. And I think some of the parts are like OEM. So like, you know, they don't make them anymore. It's like, it's so annoying. Sounds, I have no idea what, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a speaker. Okay. Know, yeah, like, I don't know any of this lingo. Some of the chords, like, they, you know, it only carries a certain amount of, like, ampage or voltage or whatever. Okay. That's burned out. And then, like, the way the actual... How much would a brand new one be to buy? Oregon? Like, one of those big, giant... Yeah, they don't make them anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why not? Because they have synthesizers now. Okay. You know, like, little keyboards that are this big that make just as much noise as this fucking giant thing that i have you know what's uh how come you prefer that over like a synthesizer or whatever um because that's like keyboard like keys too right like yeah okay i mean i have a synthesizer sure but i really like analog shit i really like the fact that i can be playing this thing and it'll crack like it'll have like yeah the little texture feel everything the textile feel to it yeah you know like i just like that it's imperfect and a synthesizer is just, it's perfect. Every note's in perfect tune, mm-hmm. you know. This thing, if I'm pressing a key, it might not make an old, like a sound. Right. But, you know, and you got to think. Like, Everybody's okay. played an old piano or yeah. something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just like that feeling more than I like the synthesizer. Okay. And it's like, it's definitively my sound on a an actual keyboard. Like, it, you know, it sounds a certain way. Because I know how it works, and I know which buttons. This makes to me skip. feel like everybody would prefer to play that, but they, they should, don't. But they don't. It's because they're not so much into that craft part of it. Like they it's just want so more much easier the technical, to do. Okay, yeah. Any, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I have a trumpet that was made. It's and easier and it sounds better. Yeah, and it's not a big giant. And it's movable. Yeah, it's portable. I get. I mean, of course, it makes sense. But yeah, an yeah. organ. If I were to play something, I would want to play the actual. You want to play the real thing, like books. Yeah, I read books. I don't read uh, tablets, ebooks, and ebooks. Stuff. I I can't do that. I just I have to have the book. I want to yeah. turn the page. I want to put my bookmark in there. Books That's have a smell. Is. Yeah, yeah. Like there's electronic saxophones now. You know, there's tons of them. I I and I, I, sound... electronic saxophone. Yeah. What the hell is that? They're called wind synths. But they look like... Uh, Does it look like a brass? But Does it still look the same? Yeah, it looks like... Uh, looks like a fucking spaceship. Like, honestly, it looks ridiculous. But you can... It's the same fingerings as a saxophone. Okay. So you don't have to have a Barry sax, a tenor sax, an alto, and a soprano. You just have this thing, and it does all four. And then it also sounds like a trumpet. And then it also sounds like a keyboard. Are you blowing into this thing? Yeah. So you, everything is the same. Wow, that's... Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Do you have to blow as hard as you would a... Uh, no. Just barely? Yeah. You don't even have to, like, 
You have to have a certain embouchure, like lip pressure. Do you have to have a reed? No. No. Whoa. It's got like a fake reed, but it, it, it doesn't do anything. But I mean, nothing goes in your mouth? No, I mean, it, I'll show you. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, you don't put a reed in your mouth? I mean, you, you know what I mean? A, that... You put a plastic reed in your mouth, uh-huh. but it doesn't, it doesn't uh, come off. Okay. Like my reeds are... <clears throat> Are different strengths, you know, like mm-hmm. my clarinet reads a lot softer than my tenor sax read, and my tenor sax read is way harder than my alto read, and you know, there's only one hardness, so you have to adjust to that. But you know, you can make clarinet sounds, flute sounds, anything, and they don't sound to the average person, they don't sound too far off, but they don't sound real to a trained ear, you can tell. For sure. Okay, that's weird. For sure. But that's for now. They're going to get it down to where it's like... I don't think they can. In music, there's a thing called overtones. So, however your mouth is shaped, um, different overtones pop out for every note. Okay. So, you play one note, like you play like a G or a C. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, let's just say you play a C. The overtones for a C are C, C, an octave above that, G, B flat, C, and then it just keeps going. There's multiple notes you hear when one note is sounded. You hear the primary note, of course, mm-hmm. but then you also get coloration from these higher notes. Okay. Electronic instruments can't reproduce that because it's just a, it's just a wave they're making. Um, and there's not really a way to do that organically to have overtones actually pop out so those those instruments will probably never really disappear right from like the professional right level that's why professional people always have like a fucking saxophone from the 50s or you know oh they do yeah like they're, they're why? made better back then. they were made better back then yeah why weren't they how come they, they can't make a really great just brass instrument now that like what like what is the difference between uh lower quality brass um, okay. You know, um, they're cranking out way more instruments now. You know, they, every kid wants to learn saxophone trumpet, huh. or whatever they and do, or does every kid's parents want every them? kid's parents, <laughs> want them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, and a lot of parents have something against like used instruments. So they, they crank out all these cheap Chinese things. What do you think that is? Uh, it's classism. I think so. Yeah, um, I'd buy it's it. ignorance. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm going straight to eBay. Yeah, or straight to Craigslist. It's it's ignorance for sure. Like, uh, my tenor's a '67. <laughs> That's you cool. Know? Like, I got it because I was like, I liked the guys who played tenor in the '70s, and they would probably be playing instruments that were about ten years old. So oh, I'm nice get one from that era, dude. And it sounds great. It needs repairs all the time. You know, the pads are kind of wonky. Um, there's these pinky keys that my they're farther away mm-hmm. than they are on a modern saxophone. On a modern saxophone, they're closer. So I got to, like, do this shit to play these notes. And it kind of hurts, but it's like, that's just what it was, man. Man, you're super into this stuff. I got a trumpet from, like, 62. And then I have one that I had made for me and. 2006 oh wow and so even 
the difference in those two, you know, this the one from the '60s was handmade, and it's all metal. It's all like high quality brass. It would cost three thousand dollars to make that same trumpet today out of the same materials. You know, oh. hand make it, and I think I paid like two hundred bucks for it. You know. Just works. Nice. Out. Yeah. Nice investment. And it's cool to say you can say that you have an instrument from back then. Yeah, this is like or your own rights. Yeah. You know, like I have it's a very Fucking old instrument. Pretty cool. Alright, so what made you want to go to Denver? Um, I talked to my therapist. Okay. And she was like, What what does happiness look for you look like for you? Uh huh. And I was like, I'd like to wake up in a place like Denver where the neighborhoods are sort of isolated from like the city, but you're never too far from the city. So it's like well, almost, that's kind of Kansas City's like that, isn't it's, it? It's kind of a suburban feel a little bit, uh-huh. but I don't know. I just like the atmosphere. I like how friendly the people are. Okay. Like, I like the weeds legal. Sure. No questions about it legal. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Just go in. I just like it, you know? It was one of those places where I was like, I... Mountains? You gonna go out and... Not so much on the mountains, but, you know. uh, It's just the feel of the city, like the city itself, like... Yeah, just The people? Yeah. Restaurants? The comedy works there, right? That's like... uh, Two of them, yeah. Those are like legit, legit places. One of my... I have a roommate that's a comedian. He's into that he's already passed by those clubs and so i'm sure you're gonna try and do that try to mooch off of that yeah <laughs> not mooch off that i'm just trying to to work at, at those clubs oh right? of course yeah that'd be great yeah you could be and it's just like you, you can be a living comic working at the comedy works in denver living in the place you want to live yeah and travel still travel it's still an easy place to travel still from accessible right? you know still I mean, places little, you can go you know the places i go now are going to be harder to get to you know, would you just going to have to find new places to go to right now? I But now I have easier places to go to. Like now it's easier to get to Arizona, fucking Wyoming. They're always asking me to go to Wyoming. Yeah. I say no to that like five times a year. Why? Because I too far. Uh, I have no reason to want to go. Dude, Wyoming. I bet you where like Bill or I guess Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming is not. I don't Wyoming know. Is, uh, it, no, Wyoming's beautiful. It is. And there's Cheyenne and, you know, all that. It's closer now. So now it's, you know, I'll do it. And now I might not do uh, Atlanta as much. Okay. I've, you know, I love Atlanta, but like. But that's pretty far now. That fucking drive. So now, is, you, now you have to go to the uh, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Las Vegas. That's not far, right? No, Vegas is pretty close, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh Utah, Salt Lake City, maybe not too far. Yeah. Yeah, you got all kinds of places. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit. This is going to be great. Yeah. This is great. Are you excited? Um, I don't really get excited about stuff like that anymore. I okay. just kind of... Uh, Looking forward to it, though? Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll like, be... I'll be... It's different. Happy when I'm done. How long have you been here in Kansas City? Like, how long has Kansas City been your home? Eight years. Off and on. Yeah. That's a nice nine. So yeah, it's been a big chunk of my time. How uh, how'd you like Kansas City? 
It's okay. Okay. You know, I lived in Gladstone, so it's like I didn't really get the full city experience and like Gladstone. Yeah, it's yeah, there's nothing up there. Yeah. It's kind of it's not super eh, it's not super convenient to get downtown, but it's not It's not impossible. It's yeah. a slog. It's just not easy, you know, every, mm-hmm. every time I depending go, on the time of day. Right. You know, that's a half hour. Mm-hmm. Anytime I want to go see my friends, it's a half hour and it's like you know, Denver's going to be similar, but yeah, I get to see pretty shit the entire way. You know, <laughs> I mean, like you can smoke weed the whole way. <laughs> yes, you know? don't don't smoke and drive, Brandon. Oh, that's right. No, don't I do that, never. please. I would never do that. No, I just I think it's gonna be more fun. I just like big cities. I like the energy of. Cities. I love cities. No, I yeah, I think Denver would probably be cool. Um, I love aspect. Kansas City. Kansas City's dope. I love Kansas City. I would mean. I'd like to defend it. I like to be a tourist now. Like, that's going to be cool. Like, I get to come back and, like, mm-hmm. stay in hotels and, like. That'll be nice. Yeah. Now, are you, you're not going to be downtown in Denver? I am slightly north of the river in Denver. Oh, they have a river. I don't, I don't know shit yeah, about Denver. Yeah, no, I didn't right? know. Uh, apparently, the neighborhood I'm living in now used to be a very bad neighborhood. But then gentrification happened, and it's pretty sweet. So how far from the city, like the heart of the city? Like five minutes, ten minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can see. So, like, will this be more city living than than Gladstone now? Like, is it more? Oh, yeah. This is more of a city life for you. Yeah, I mean, like, are you gonna take advantage of that? Are you gonna go out to the city? Are you gonna? I think so. Are you gonna try and get that that comedy scene? Denver, yeah. Like you'll hang out with those comics after. I think after so. shows. I think so. Because that's like more of a legit spot than the Rhino. Well, that and it's closer to my house. Less Boy Scouts, like, probably a few couple more Marines hanging out there. That's that's the thing. Yeah, is that there's going to be more. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be more competition yeah. out there. You're Which gonna you're gonna become a better comic out there. Yeah, steel sharpens steel. You know, there's a lot of like yeah, a lot of guys that I'll hang out with here, and it's like you do not do this at the same level that I do, and it's I don't want to talk to you about this because you your experiences are so limited okay you know it'll be like a fucking prince it'll be like if i like had a guitar and i was like dude i learned this new chord and <laughs> like, yep <laughs> keep keep going yeah keep, man. keep working on it keep learning those chords yeah there's more of them. good luck <laughs> get on youtube dude prince is the funniest fucking human i really? just watched some of these interviews with him and he's just because his speaking voice was super low that is the funny part, yeah. And like, you don't expect that from him. This guy was interviewing him. He's like, "Man, I wish you would do the songs." Because like, after a certain point, he stopped doing like the overtly sexual songs. This guy was like, "I really miss you singing Head and like Erotic City." And Prince was like, "I have a guitar over there. I can sing you Erotic City. Is that what you'd like? Would you like me to sing it to you right now?" I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> The guy's like, no, just like at a concert. And he's like, I'm not doing it at a concert, but I'll do it for you right now if you want to hear it right now. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, yeah, do it. He's so fucking, it's just, the more I, I look into his life, the more I realize he was right about almost everything, you know. You're going to be a Jehovah's Witness now? That's that's probably the part he was wrong about. <laughs> <laughs> he Like owning your own material. Like, owning your content, he was really big on that. And people were like, eh, maybe. But he was like, no, you need to own your own content. Like, 
one hundred percent. He fought. To well, do yeah, it. that's why he went into the symbol, right? Yeah. 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 You know, shit like that. Um, is that inspired, or is that, or have you always been that way, or, or is that how you think too? You just want to be own all of your stuff. I, mean, I guess you most comics kind of do though, don't they? I mean, most comics, you know, they sign with a label to get their shit out. Like I didn't want to do that, so mm-hmm. yeah, I know. I I was pretty adamant about owning my own stuff and one of the benefits of that is i can do whatever the fuck i want with it Mm -hmm. you know like the cd didn't sell well the new one didn't sell as well as i wanted to Mm -hmm. so now i can put out a single on spotify and kind of recoup that loss i don't have to ask anyone you know what i mean oh nice like i can just do it you know i designed a new cover i can just put it out you know it's going to be out on probably friday trash can yeah the Ballad of Trash Can. The Ballad of Trash Can. I know that story, right? I think you told it on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. And it's, you know. Freedom. It's so much freedom. It's harder work because, like, I, I got to put it out and I got to market the motherfucker. Yeah, trust me. I know that struggle. That's the yeah. that's this podcast. It's I, I clearly own it. Yeah. I don't want anyone to own this shit. Right, and like, so somebody can come oh, Yeah, it is hard. It's Yeah, that's the hardest, for me, hard, marketing's the hardest part. Of course. Until you become like, Rogan, then you don't have to market. Yeah. You know? Eventually, you become a self-perpetuating machine. You have enough subscribers that just come naturally that you don't have to advertise, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you have ownership and a premium product, it's just profit. Like, you've never seen in your entire life a Rolls-Royce commercial. <laughs> You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somehow the word gets out, though. Yeah. You know? You've never seen a Bentley commercial. But That's right. But rappers start driving them. They're on MTV. People figure it out, you know? Yeah. And Bentley's doing oh, just fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you would you would see it at, like, maybe Grey Poupon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You would see it. And yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Make a dope ass product. If you make a dope product, I don't know. I say that, but I don't know. I feel like this is a dope ass podcast, but I mean, it's a saturated market, man. Everyone's got a fucking podcast. It's just hard to get out there. It'd be Dude, nice I, to. I probably talk myself out of making a podcast every month. Yeah. Like I'll. Oh, like, dude, I should. It's a lot of work, man. It is and it isn't. It's a lot of... I mean, you've kept up with it. No gaps, you know? No, not real gaps. A week here or there. Yeah. But yeah, I've been... It's surprised me, to be honest. Because I'm not a super disciplined guy. I... I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just surprised that I've still... Because I have a lot of... uh, you know, I get mental issues too. Yeah. Like I get in my head and I'm like, do I want to keep doing this? Like, like when, when, first, when COVID first started, like the numbers dropped. I was like, yeah, like, I don't know. But you know, I say I do this for myself and I don't care how many people are listening, but at some point I'm like, I mean, I could be done. Like, I don't know. You still know, you still know how many people listen and it's like, Oh yeah. You're like, yeah. COVID fucked me up too, man. My numbers were okay. And then COVID hit and they got worse. And I was like, I thought people had more time. Yeah. Well, I started talking to other podcasters too, and they all said the same thing. It's because most people list, listen to podcasts at work yep. or on their way to work. Mm-hmm. And at the initial one, the, the country shut down, no one's going anywhere. So they're certainly not going to just 
listen to something. Yeah. Now they're at their house with their kids and they're they got Netflix, they got Hulu, they got video games, they got their kids, they got whatever. New hobbies are wanting to start. Yeah. Everybody was talking about how they're gonna start cooking new shit all the time and get in shape and learn a language. I got fat and I got skinny fat. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard, just... man. It sucks. You know, I like I just miss comedy. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it. Man. Yeah, when are you gonna be able to get it? Start doing it again. I don't know. There's like, you know, are they? I mean, they're kind of. Some places are doing it now. Like, have you thought about doing like, you know, who Burt Kreischer is? Yeah. You know, he's I've doing this. He really? Yeah. Oh, I think he's the best, right? He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Really? <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. Tell me about it, cause I'm. Uh, I've known. Yeah. I know he's like. Yeah. So okay. Here's where I fucked up. But he's doing these drive-ins, like yeah. shows at drive-ins. But okay, yeah, tell me about Bart. I'd love so, to hear this. When I was in college, 2006, 2007, mm-hmm. I was president of my fraternity. Okay, and one of the things you got handed when you were president was this issue of Rolling Stone. It was the Burt Kreischer issue of Rolling Stone, right? Where he's like the number the one biggest party animal in America, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And we all had it on our wall, an original copy. Oh wow! And so like. This guy was like a mythic legend that we assumed fucking died. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. This took place in the 90s. Right. Van Wilder was yeah. made yeah, yeah. after it. Yeah. Well, we assumed this dude was dead. Right. And then his story starts blowing up on like podcasts. And it's like, oh, fuck. It's a real dude. And then he's coming to Kansas City like four or five years ago. And I was like, I was big on DL's radio show. Mm-hmm. I was doing book reviews. So I just emailed him directly. I was like, hey, can I review your book? And he's like, fuck yeah. What's your house? Like, what's your address? Mails me a copy. I'm like, awesome. Dude. So he comes to Kansas City and. Life of the Party. Life of the Party. That's the name of the book. Yeah. He comes to Kansas City. And this is when I, I put together, like, sometimes. Famous people don't do their own emails. Sometimes they're not as involved in that world. As, I bet his wife does it. His yeah. wife does his emails, I think. Yeah. So he comes and I'm like, dude, I got you on the, the D.L. Hughley show. And like, yeah, man, I had you on my wall when I was a kid. Like, I just kind of bombarded him with like. Fanboy. Yeah. But that's what he would do, too. That's what he does. He that's fanboys what he would out. do. Yeah, he fanboys out. That's why it was fucking annoying because he seemed. So bothered, so annoyed that I was like a fan of his, you know. Really, he seemed so annoyed. And then I'm not gonna throw Ryan Tricky under the bus, but I brought Ryan Tricky back to hang out with me um, in the green room for a little bit. And then we went next door. We took some shots, and I'm not gonna say specifically that Ryan threw up on Bert. Oh shit! But I will say <laughs> that something that Ryan had consumed, left his body, and got on Bert's body. Oh, okay? did he have his shirt off? He sure did. No. He sure did. <laughs> but it's even worse. He got on his shoes. Oh, no. And his shoes were uh, Jordans. They were uh, rare Jordans. I'll show you of a picture course, of them. Of course they were. But he got thrown up on them. Oh. So he's like, all right, well, that's, that's this dude's friend. Okay, fuck this guy. Oh. And I'm not really cognizant of what's happening, you know, because I'm hanging out with people. Bird's hanging out with people. 
we're in kind of different areas. Um, and then I hear, hey, Ryan threw up on Bert. I was like, <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks for Ryan. Like, no, that sucks for you, man. Like, that sucks for you. I was like, yeah. Because oh, okay. you're the dude that brought this asshole into right. the green room who's throwing up all throwing over up on Bert Kreischer. With his shirt off, mind you, on his J's. Yeah. And so, for some reason, I saw Bert's calendar. He was going to be in, like, Chickasha, Oklahoma, like, a month from then. And so, I was like, I'll just get another chance to work with him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, he's in the green room. I'm in the green room. This is right after Ryan Tricky threw up on him. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, you're going to be in Oklahoma City in a couple of weeks. Can I work with you then? He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, We'll see. And, like. Well, like, yes or no? Like, just total, like, can I do it? Yes or no? Tell me right now. And he's like, I, I don't know. I mean, ask my manager or something, or I don't know. I was like, he's like, I don't even know if I'm going to be in Oklahoma. I'm like, yeah, you are. And I pulled up my phone. I'm like, here it is, man. Like, yeah. And he's just, he's just annoyed, you know? And yeah. I, I look back at that. And I'm like, if he knew I were the caliber of comedian that I was, he would have been cooler. But it just popped up like, oh, I'm this opener, and I'm super enthused to see him. He probably gets that everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my friend Ryan Tricky threw up on him, you know. With so his shirt off on his J's. Yeah, on his fucking J's. I, would, I don't know that I would. I would have crawled in a hole for a long time if just I did something like that. No way to recover from that. And Ryan, fucking shameless piece of shit, didn't even care. You know? He didn't even care. Because he was so drunk. Yeah, he was just Who like, cares? Oh, ah, oh, I'm a party that. animal too. Hey. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. But I I wish, that's like one of the only guys I've met that I was like, well, no, it's not. <laughs> There's a number of guys that I'm like, I wish that guy was cool. You know, but Bert was the one that I was like, I can't believe he's not cool. He had to have an off night. He just got thrown up on. Yeah, and he was really, you know, drinking, like, pretty heavily. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was, like, trying to cover up something. We, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, but. He's not going to hear this. There's not a chance. He he did radio, and he did TV, and he had a cup of whiskey, like, in his mug. It was just whiskey. Mm Mm-hmm. And. The lady at TV was like, where am I going to clip this? Uh, do you want it under your collar or do you want it like in the buttons? He's like, I'm going to take my shirt off. Just clip the mic to my chain. And she's like, you're not taking your shirt off. And he's like, yeah, I am. And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah. And he starts taking the shirt off. And she's like, he's got to go. So they kick him out of TV. He didn't even get to go on TV in Kansas City. Oh, really? Yeah, they kicked him out. And then he hits me up and he's like, we're going to go get barbecue. I'm like, okay. I'm like, where do you want to go? Arthur Bryant's Q39, like Jack Stack's. Like, we're gonna go to Smokehouse. And I was like, that's the oh, fucking worst dude. one. Yeah. Which I think was kind of annoying to him. Like, he made this pick, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You know. But he should trust you. You're the local. The local. You want Kansas City yeah. barbecue? Smokehouse Ask a local. Is don't just fucking ask. Don't look at Yelp. Don't look yeah. at. Yeah. I can't even imagine Yelp would have a good thing to say about Smokehouse. Oh, I do. I would think so because I bet it's a lot of non-locals, a lot of tourists going to Smokehouse and they're, mm. but I don't know. I haven't looked. I guess we could. 
We should. But yeah, like, so we show up at Smokehouse. I get there at like 11 and he's already fucked up. <laughs> In the morning? Yeah. Oh, nice. He's already fucked up. I sit down and he's like two double Tito's and, and soda. Right. He's like, all right, cool. Hell yeah. And then they put him in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not drinking. And he was this. like, no, those are for me. No, they're for me. Oh, okay. But he was like saying, get on my level. And I was like, dude, I, <laughs> I have to drive a car after this. Like Three and a half stars. Really? Good for them. Yeah, three and a half stars. One they don't deserve about three of those. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. But, yeah, I just I just annoyed him, you know. I think if we met him, like, because he's friends with Chris Porter and guys like that. So, I'm like, I think if I met him, like, where he knew that I was not yeah, just fucking fanboy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it would have been a better time. But You know what? Do you wonder, or I wonder, maybe if you met him again, if he would remember you, and maybe you could have another first impression i don't think he would remember me unless like unless ryan tricky was with you if ryan was there if throwing up, got on brought him. up i think he would be like he put it together um so we should have to avoid dl <laughs> and that's just for the first impression yeah then, then like the second like, day be like oh yeah DL, if it comes up mm-hmm. but yeah by then you've already remade your first impression and he likes you now yeah and you guys are cool most comics tend to like me like when they hang out like I bet most people like you, man. You're well, a fun guy. That's not true. What? Okay. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, comics tend to like me though, because okay. I, I am a comic. You know what I mean? Like that's my life. Like mm-hmm. that's what I do. I'm not like <sighs> buttoned up corporate. I'm not, I'm not trying to like watch my p's and q's. Throw anyone under the bus, but like some people just do this because they think it's the easiest way to get on TV. You know, it's like you're not going to get on TV. Not anymore. You know, like, that hardly ever happens. Right. It, I just got on TV. It's been 10 years. You know, mm-hmm. I just got on TV and there's no indication it's ever going to happen again. You know what I mean? But like all these people that are really good at TikTok and stuff and like they suck on stage. It's a bummer because it's like. You thought you had a shortcut, mm-hmm. but you still have to put the work in. Uh, yeah, that's you know? that's with everything, right? I mean, everything looks everything looks easy when professionals do it, of course. And it and with things like YouTube and TikTok and your phone, you have the ease of access. Everyone mm-hmm. has this super point of entry. Is everyone has it? It's right here. And so everyone thinks they can do it. And when you see professionals doing it professionally, making it look easy with your ease of access, yeah, it's tempting. Of course yeah. people want to join those certain arenas. I mean, all kinds of arenas that yeah. have that, you know? And it's just annoying. It's like someone asked me, like, oh, how do I get booked at the improv? And it's like, well. Be funny. Yeah, they, they'll find you. You know? When they're looking for you, they'll find you. Okay, that's cool. You know? But if you just because it's not a big scene like improvs are, you know, they've got their I'm sure finger to the local pulse if they to a degree. But they also like I wish more people knew that it doesn't matter. What what doesn't matter? Working the improv. I've worked the improv probably. uh, 150 times and it doesn't matter. Like. 
If paid though, you pay, right? Yeah, I mean, the pay is nice. nice. The pay is nice. The the time is nice, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I was working anywhere else, I would still be getting the same amount of experience. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The improv doesn't make you a good comedian, you know. You can still have an off night there. You can still get booed five fucking shows in a row on your birthday weekend, <laughs> you know. I was going to say, would the juke house make you a good comedian? That seems like that's some... If you went... That's some rough training rounds. Yeah, if you did it. I mean, if you figured out how... The barrier to entry is going to be harder, you know. It's going to be harder to get good mm-hmm. at a place like that. But if you keep doing it... But if you get good there, you're going to destroy anywhere, right? Yeah. Like, look at yeah. Cedric the Entertainer, right? Right. I say Cedric the Entertainer is the funniest person I've ever seen live because... Dude, he just has it. He's a showman. He just has it, man. Yeah. His posture. Like, he'll tell a joke, and then he'll change his posture to do a callback to a joke. And we laugh at just the way he moves his body. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's... Next level. That motherfucker's on a different fucking level. Like, I met Cedric a lot of times, and he... Those are fun times. Yeah. First time I met Cedric, <laughs> I was like, hey, it was me and him alone. We were in Charlie Murphy's dressing room at the Sprint Center. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I ask you a question? He's like, of course, man. And I had been introduced as a comedian, so he knew that I was a comedian. It's just you two? Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I think Charlie's manager, Rich, okay. was there. Uh, and my buddy, Aaron, who's, not, you know, whatever. But So it's me and Cedric right here. And I'm like, hey, um is your last name really the entertainer? <laughs> and he's like, oh man. Yeah. You know, I used to work at a bank and they were like, Mr. The entertainer. And so I, I said, you know what? I'm going to go into entertainment. I was like, that's cool. And then like a year later, I saw him at the improv. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, can I ask you a question? <laughs> and he's like, what's up? And I was like, is your name really the entertainer? He's like, yeah, man, I used to work at a shoe store, and, you know, people were like, Mr. Andrews, it was funny. And so I'm like, oh, man, we have a joke now. Yeah. I'm going to say this every time, and he's going to come up with a different job. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's going to be great. A couple of years ago, we were at Starlight Amphitheater. Somehow, we were in the same bathroom. Oh, cool. Not the same stall, <laughs> but the same bathroom. Right, right. And I look over, and I was like, Here's your chance. Now, he's peeing, I'm peeing. I should have waited. I should have waited. <laughs> but I look over, I'm like, uh, hey, man, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And I was like, uh, is your last name really The Entertainer? And he, lo- he fucking looked at me. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's Kyle's. <laughs> and then so I we're both in the hallway and he looks at his manager and he points to his, points to me and he's like uh I'm like what changed? Wow. <laughs> what changed? He didn't remember you anytime. That's what happened. That's exactly what it is. He never remembered He never me. remembered you. Yeah. And he probably gets that joke quite a bit. Yeah. And he was just like what the fuck? And yeah, yeah. and he was just not, in the mood. Not today. I got my dick in my hand. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I can't even. <laughs> but it's so weird he would even be in a bathroom. Because... Well, it's so weird that he would even say, yeah, you can ask me a question. 
Yeah. And then still be offended by the question. By the question when it's not even, it's clearly. Yeah. It's weird that he would be in the bathroom because he had his own bathroom. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, he was in his own dressing room. Yeah. So it's weird that he's in a communal bathroom. But that guy fucking oozes comedy, man. He's. Are you sure it was Cedric the Entertainer that time? Had to have been. <laughs> had to have been. Fucking dressed all well and shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, he comes out, and I'm just like, this isn't the same job. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if comedy were done on a resume, this guy would be at a tremendous disadvantage. Yeah. You know, because there's no way to write down all the intangibles that this guy has that just fucking works, you know. He'd be at a tremendous disadvantage. But you watch him for five seconds and you're like, I bet he's one of the best at this. And he is. Right. You know? I would rather watch 20 minutes of Cedric the Entertainer than an hour of Dave Chappelle. Wow. And Chappelle's my favorite comedian. Wow. But I know that I'm going to get a better experience out of Cedric. Yeah. Do you... Yeah. Do you watch much specials or do you mainly prefer live? I mean, you prefer it, of course, but do you watch I watch, if it's one of my friends, Mm -hmm. I'll watch. If it's someone I like, I'll watch. And I've seen Cedric. He's got a special called Life in the Ville. And it's on Netflix and it's super fucking good. Mm -hmm. I've seen all of Chappelle's. I've seen all of Chris Rock's, even though he didn't still have it. Right. You know, he had a short span. Yeah. He had a short, fun span in the 90s, late 90s, I guess. Yeah. He just doesn't, uh, he doesn't need it. Yeah. You know, his bills are going to be paid. He's an actor. Right. Uh, Charlie Murphy, or not Charlie, uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah, yeah. Tony Rock's a fucking good comedian. I heard. Yeah. Okay, how about, uh, yeah, I want to ask you about different comedians since you do get to hang out in that realm, maybe that you've hung out with and with their. Ari Shafir? I never met him. Okay. Joey Diaz? Uh, I met him in passing. He's nice. Um, he seems like the kind of guy, like, same thing you couldn't write down. Yeah. My buddy Keith loves Joey Diaz. He's hilarious. Apparently Joey, like, texts him pretty regularly, like, Oh, wow. Hey, man, like, stick in there, you know, you, you know, like, motivational shit. So wow. he seems like a cool guy. Um. Yeah, Bert was the only kind of bu- well. Now there's been some bummers. Paul Mooney was a fucking bummer. Oh, I could see that. Paul Mooney was a fucking bummer. Oh, I can see that for sure. He doesn't seem like a fun dude to be around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a vortex of fucking dark energy. Yeah. Man. Just. Yeah, that wasn't fun at all. Dick Gregory, the exact opposite, man. Oh, I would say he'd be great. I he bet he'd be so fucking Yeah, fun. he would have been so fun. Dude, he was like, they got a movie coming out. It's a movie right now, but it's going to be a documentary. It's called The Purge. Make sure you watch it. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy came in with a platter of Gates food. And Dick Gregory doesn't eat food. He does like liquid diets and shit. He oh, wow. Any meat. He came in with this. He's like, can I, can I get a picture of you? For the restaurant, he's like, "Get that fucking meat out of here, man!" Oh wow! He's like, "I don't do meat." <laughs> wow, dude, he's just a funny fucking guy. Yeah, he's hilarious. Legend. He was. Oh, was it him, Dick Gregory? Didn't he break the Sapruder film 
on Geraldo or something like that? Is know. that Dick Gregory? I don't know. Hmm. Dick Gregory was the first black comic on a Tonight Show to sit down. Yeah? Yeah. Any other bummers? Uh, Not that I could say without uh, negative uh, reactions. Why? I'll tell you why. Okay. Off okay. The, and you're sure. like, oh, it's good you didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm getting all this good off the air dirt. Yeah. Now, there's some, uh, most comedians, man, it's, there's like a, a bond that just immediately forms. Like, when you meet someone that's doing the same thing, you go, okay. They might not be as good as I am, but they're trying, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, especially when you're you're doing a weekend with a comic, you know, three, four nights, you just, it's just so much easier to be friends than it is to, like, have any sort of animosity. Like, Jeff Dye, we hung out every night for, like, four nights. We hung out every day for, like, four days. You would think that we were best fucking friends. Nice. And we met that week. Nice. And we really haven't talked since. That much, you know. But once you guys hang out again, it'll be right it'll back. Be same thing, right just back like to that. It, yeah, yeah. We had so. Much, that was back when I was drinking. But we had so much fun. Well, you're gonna start drinking again soon. Yeah. What's your drink? What you got? Do you have it planned out when you stop drinking? When it's gonna be, and what you're gonna drink? And I like, think it's gonna be the Rocks tequila. On the Rocks tequila. Wait. The Rock, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson has. Oh, tequila. that's right. What's it called? Terramana. Okay. I think that's going to be the first one. You like tequila? I do. You like a good tequila? Yeah, I think that's going to be how we bounce back. Okay. Just because it's The Rock and you like The Rock? I love The Rock. I love tequila, so it's like... Have you had the tequila? I'm sure you've seen the bottle. It's a fancy-ass, like, white... Looks like a white fucking... Yeah. Have you had that? Yeah. It's pretty good. That stuff is like, shouldn't be called tequila. I don't know what that is. That is just like a nectar of the gods. That is so good. I think it's Kazo Zul's or something is the name of it. Okay. It's really good stuff. But, like, dude, me and Jeff were in Iowa at this club called uh, Penguins, which is in, like, this weird shopping center in Cedar Rapids, Mm -hmm. but it's underground. So, like, the door is on the street level, but you have to go underground to get into it. Okay. And it's got the lowest fucking ceilings possible. Like, Jeff's, like, a super tall dude, and he can, like, He's, like, touching the roof because the stage is elevated and, like... Oh, wow. That's going to look awkward. Dude. (laughs) We had so much fucking fun that weekend. We would fucking kill on the show. We had, like, two shows a night. Or one show a night. So, just one show. Mm -hmm. We'd do our one show. We'd take the whole audience. We'd walk them across the street to a different bar. Nice. And we'd just fucking party. And then we'd walk two blocks up to the hotel and go to bed. And then do it again. And it's like... The, I should have been a comic. You sh- You still got time? I'm 40 years old. You have time. Okay. You have time. All right. Aaron Scarborough looks fucking 58, and he's giving it a go. I know. I th- think I told him. I think I told him, or maybe I meant to tell him. Yeah. When, he, when I first saw him do his stand-up, he went up there and did a joke like, yeah, I'm 20, 25. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 25. And I started... I laughed. I thought <laughs> that was a joke. I was like, clearly this dude is not 25. That guy needs some lotion, is what that is. (laughs) He's not moisturizing his face. Yeah. You know. I love that guy. He's great. Dude, I... People think I hate him. 
And I'm like, yeah, that's I, that's funny to me. I that's so funny to me. I couldn't love him more. Right. You know, he's one of my good friends, and mm-hmm. no, if I if I hated him, I would not be treating him this way in public. Yeah. You know that's. You don't do that to people you hate. That's bullying. You know, <laughs> you fucking, you ignore people you hate. Right. You know. No, that guy's fun. I, if I didn't want Janelle to win it, it, it just means more for Janelle to win it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bigger symbol of like, because the pitch is a primarily white magazine, you know. Okay. And it would just mean more to say that like, we're crowning a champion from a different walk of life than us. You mm-hmm. know, it would say we're really doing it for the merits of comedy versus popularity, which what's probably going to end up happening is one of these unknown people that I don't know who they are is going to win. Oh yeah. Because Aaron and Janelle are going to split the community vote. And third candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever the Ross Perot is this year. Is <laughs> really lucked out. Nice. Well, I am looking forward to having her on. It's going to be cool. She's cool. Get a chance to meet her. I've had Aaron on a couple times, obviously. That's yeah. always fun. I'm sure I'll have him on again. I can't imagine it does good for your numbers to have something like that on there. I don't care about my numbers. Like an Aaron Scarborough. Yeah, I don't care about my numbers. I had him and Tricky on, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that probably wasn't a good episode. He didn't throw up on me. That was fun, man. <laughs> I like Ryan Tricky a lot, too. Ryan's fun. He, yeah. uh, God, he roasts me so well sometimes that I just, I'm like, I don't. Appreciate how well you know me. I want the Rhino to be back. They're not doing it right now, right? No. Yeah, I'm. I want them because I do want to. I think last time we talked, or yeah, I was saying that I do still want to. Yeah. Give it a shot. Like keep going to open mics, and I've been writing stuff down during COVID. I have some stuff, some premises, and some yeah. There's a couple of uh, open mics that are still going, but I just don't go to them. Like you know, the comedy club. I would never fucking go there. Like, how come? I just don't like that guy. Okay. I just don't like him, and so is that in Kansas? It's like, or it's south. It's south. It's like the f- farthest you can be in Missouri without being without in being in Kansas or okay, whatever. Yeah, but like, you know, they're still doing it. And I, Scarborough's there like every week, and I'm like, hey man, how much is that fifty bucks really worth? You know, like, but you know, but he's out there doing it. Just, he's doing he's it. He's just doing something. So I and then I get, saw, is it Barrel the Bottoms? Are they doing some kind of like? Weird park one where you stand in the back of a pickup truck or something. It's got a speaker. Yeah, they've got. They partnered with this like drive uh, in or drive up or something. Drive, yeah, drive up. Susanna Lee has this equipment. She's a comedian, super funny. She's a comedian who has this like radio wave equipment that like you can do stand up in cars and it. Right. You like tune into some radio station and yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and I. She's tried to get me to do it a hundred times, and I'm like, dude, I. I only know how to do it the one way I know how to do it. I don't want to do it this other way. <laughs> like, it seems weird, but... Like, Zoom comedy, I don't want to do. No, that's not comedy. That's like, just torture. Like, I, you know... Who wants that? That seems fucking... I get too distracted, first of all. So, I'd, I'd end up showing people my, my fucking room and, like, <laughs> playing songs. And like, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, just, yeah. I, I couldn't stick to the script. <laughs> right. I, I couldn't make that fun. Yeah. You know, when I did my my CD, I did a live signing of the copies that I had sold, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, who, who fucking cares? Right. I remember at one point, Lil Rel popped in to like my, the Instagram video where I'm live. I'm like, I, 
I couldn't imagine a worse thing for him to walk in on me doing, <laughs> you know? Right. And I was like, this is a fucking bummer. I was like, sorry, you're seeing this. Craig Robinson, same way. I think he popped in for like two seconds. I was like, no, this is, it's not worth it. No. That's a it. fucking fun guy. He seems super fun. He's fun as fuck. Yeah. I would love to be. That was Siri. Siri. Somehow oh, someone called my Siri. He's super fucking fun. I would love to do. I would love to go on tour with him and do the after show thing. Of course you would. Yeah, he plays music. Yeah. Fucking He's a well. really good musician. Yeah. And he. That'd be fun. That'd be a just, fun tour. Yeah. I remember that motherfucker ate a whole. She hit him up. Uh, would you hit him up and be like, hey, I have this idea for doing this. You might be, in, or is he too big for that? You well, think like his music might be too big for that? Like maybe he thinks his... Like, no, because when he was here, he was trying to find like little gigs to Okay. Do. We ended up doing gigs at the Improv. Like after the club was closed, we would like invite like 20 people in and like play a little bit. But he wanted to find like a jazz club and we just couldn't find one. Oh. You know. Yeah, they're usually booked. It would fuck someone else over. Like, yeah. Oh, that'd be so worth it. But. Cancel so and so just you could so. Just cancel something like you go to Green Lady Lounge. Yeah, and they're all lo- there's always some little local band trio or whatever. Just be like, hey, just come back. We'll we'll get you back. Yeah, but this is Craig Robinson, and it's fucking. And they'd fun. be like, holy shit, yes, we want to watch or like be in the band. Like, oh yeah, there you know you what go. I mean? Like he's gonna play keys, I'll play horns, and then you get, you know, you play whatever you play, mm-hmm. you know, but. People don't see it that way. They see it as like a celebrity came in and was a dick. It's like, nah, but you made more money that night than you were ever going to make. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Because he's not taking a tip jar. Yeah. You know what I mean? We went to uh, this bar called Arthur's in Gladstone uh, by the Improv. Sounds familiar. It's like right off 169 and uh, or 170, whatever the highway is by the Improv. And he's very distinctive looking. You know, he's a big dude and he's got a big ass fro. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, on TV. I mean, he was he's, on, uh, he's the on The Office, right? He was on The Office. Everybody he was on knows him. Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the time. And like, we walked in and we were just going to sing like two songs and bounce. We walked in and so was like, Craig Robinson! And he was like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when we started doing the shows at the improv. But like, dude, that guy fucking nose music man yeah like, it shows you can tell he's just smart like he was just like yeah man it's cool they didn't have to use a, a snare drum and thriller and you're like oh yeah he's like one of those deep nerds it's like did they not use a snare you're like no that's a rhythm guitar it's like all right cool cool man <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to come back to that but like cool cool so i, I like prince a lot yeah yeah this is before i like prince so much oh yeah but he knows, like, he knows all the songs, mm-hmm. you know. He was a music teacher for a while. That makes sense. Yeah. He's just a fun fucking guy. I think he's sober now, which makes him sound a little less fun, but... I always... I don't know why. I always get disappointed when I hear someone go sober. Yeah. But I know it's great. I know it's a good thing. It's a healthy thing. But it, a little part of me is like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I saw him... Ah, oh, he's not going to want me no to No offense. That. He's not gonna. I I've seen him in his element, mm-hmm. and I could tell that he was having a good time. Yeah, is what I can say. Okay, I could tell that he was having a good time. Yeah. He said the funniest thing I've ever. Like one dude came in, he was like a local actor, 
and he gave Craig his business card. He's like, if you ever need, and Craig was like, yeah, man, if I ever cast, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked at the card and he's like, that's your real name? And the guy goes, yeah. And he goes, that's a cool name, man. And the guy goes, thank you so much. That means so much coming from an actor like you, like blah, blah, blah. Like, and Craig was like, I just said you have a cool name. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, you know, Chill. like I, I know nothing of your abilities. Like I just, I just said that you had a cool name. It's just a cool fucking dude. Well, people are weird. Like why? Like, yeah. especially someone that wants to be an actor. A lot of times they're kind of, you know, a little different a lot of times. Yeah, like why? I That's don't know funny. why handing a business card would like what you thought the end game of that would be. Like, I don't know that don't disparage business cards. I just ordered a thousand of them. That's too many. Maybe I ordered. Yeah. You should do 500. I think I got a thousand. That's too many. They're awesome too. We're going to see. They're sweet. We're going to see. They got a QR code on them. Are you going to leave them places? How are you going to do it? I'm just going to give them to people because they're really nice, fancy ones. Like I don't want to. You don't want to waste them. Yeah, I don't want to waste these ones. They're, they're like, yeah. they, you, you're going to feel it, and you're going to feel like it's plastic. You're going to think it's made out of plastic. Like that scene from uh, American Psycho. Yes. Yeah. I have, yeah. I've invested a lot in business cards, and... This is my first venture. These are my first cards. My first business cards had a tip chart on the back. <laughs> so I thought people would, like, use it. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. No, what they, a great idea. No, they didn't use it. No. Go in the parking lot and pick them all up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I well, guess, that's why I got the nice ones because yeah. I was like maybe because I, I, someone gave the, the guys at 3D HQ. They make 3D figurines and shit. He handed me one. And I was like, whoa, because I get handed business cards all the time too, and I'm just like, I'll put them underneath my my desk, yeah, my yeah. my table here a lot of times. But if if I'm out and it's somewhere that's, I only do that for podcast people. But if regular people, I just. But this one, I was like, oh, shit, this is like a nice plastic. Yeah. I don't know. You take it more seriously. That makes sense. And it's got a QR code on it. I think that's key. Yeah. You know, they can just scan it. It brings me to my website. And then if you want to throw the card out, okay. Yeah. But now you've gone to my website, at least. Now you've made the investment. Yeah. Now you're smart. I just, I don't know in the acting realm what the guy thought was going to happen. Yeah. Like, was Craig going to be on a movie set and be like, that one oh, guy with the, yeah that guy let's get him down <laughs> yeah know, like it just doesn't work like that you have to have like i'm fucking friends with the guy and he's not calling me you know mm-hmm. like I've, i have his number i can text him and maybe he'll tell you when the audition is at best right you know like they're doing a uh a reboot not a reboot but like a spinoff of the office with stanley oh really yeah it's called uh yeah, that'd be interesting. It's like Mr. Hudson or something. I don't, I don't, it doesn't sound like a success to me. It doesn't sound like it's going to work. It doesn't sound Just like it's going to work. That, I don't think Stanley is a standalone He's the character. Least. He's, he was not even the fun, he wasn't, I don't know. He was in the background on the show. Yeah. So, and he had some funny parts, like his yeah. character. But he wasn't carry a show funny. No, he has that one look. Yeah. Like Phyllis, you don't want to watch a Phyllis show. I always said, if you're going to bring The Office back, you call it The Leap, okay? Okay. Ten years after The Office, they're in Austin. They're following the guys at Athleap around for like a, where are they now, like 10-year documentary. Mm-hmm. And now Jim's the boss versus an employee. And so that dynamic is different. That's how you do the show. And Daryl's still on the show because Daryl 
works with him too. Mm-hmm. You get Pam living with Jim, but not on the show like every episode. You know, that's how you do it. But do you bring the other? Do you bring? You know, you, Dwight and maybe Andy. Dwight's their paper supplier, supplier. So you talk to him once a season or whatever. Okay. You know, but Andy's not going to be on the show. He's too big. It just no wait. He wouldn't be too big. He's Ed Helms. He's not or not at. Is that his name? It is. Yeah. Ed Helms. He's not that. Big but there's anymore. no reason that that guy would still be interacting with them. Realistically. Hey, I wanted a job. Hey, Jim, would no. you hire me as Jim? Just... No, they didn't like each other. You're not going to see Angela again. You're not going to see fucking. It's been years since I've watched the show. Yeah, you're not going to see Oscar ever again. You're not, you know, unless. So you just want a Jim and Pam. Jim, Pam, and Daryl, and then an entirely new group of people. Okay. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Like an that entire... spinoff. Yeah. But you know, you got to get Jim to do it, and he's doing things like, uh, what's that action movie? Emily Blunt is what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I think it's his wife. I don't know. But anyway, what's that action oh, movie? Oh, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Like or he... no, no, no. Jack Ryan. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's doing yeah. that on Amazon. Yeah. Do you think he would want to go back and, like, do you think he's trying to get out of that pigeonhole kind of character? And, like, because he, he's done other different films, like movies. I think he'd do a season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... Maybe for, like, a different channel. Like, like... A Hulu, like, like a Hulu one season, one off season. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Hulu only. Or yeah. Something where you exclusive. could like cuss or you know, Amazon come in and out. Yeah. You know. No, you couldn't cuss in it. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Because it's the office. You got to keep the whole... Oh, that's true. You got to keep the whole formula and everything yeah. uh, consistent with, with that world. Yeah. That's why the Stanley thing I don't think is going to work. Because it's like this black family... That's just not what the people who watch The Office watch The Office for. Like, right. And he was cheating on his wife. Yeah, he's like not a good dude. He's yeah. like a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> lazy. Like, nah, dude, it's not going to work. Yeah, how are they going to change? Are they going to just make him this? He's yeah. like turning around a bicycle repair shop is like what the show is about. And it's like, dude, good luck. But like. He's working at a bicycle repair shop. Yeah, like what? Who's coming up with this? Who thinks anybody wants to watch this? I, I mean, think this, it's him, man. I the, think it's him because he's like pushing the GoFundMe really hard, and he's like, you know, if you pay a thousand bucks, you can be on the show. I'm like, that's where you're fucking up. Like, oh yeah, you're just gonna have that dude with a cool name. Just fucking any kind of dude with a thousand dollars gets to be on the show. Like, no, <laughs> no. Good luck. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's good, I'll watch it, but. Probably not going to be good. It's, it I would watch it for the train wreck just to see how bad it it's is. It's probably not even going to get made, dude. No. You know what not. I mean? Like, it'll probably get filmed and then canned for. No interest. Yeah. When I did a, lot, uns- a lot of things get filmed and then just dropped. Yeah. I did Unsolved Mysteries last year. Yeah. Filmed that. And then. What were you on there? Did you act? Do you have speaking? I don't have speaking lines. The background or something. I mean, yeah, I had speaking lines like live, like when we did it. <laughs> and they just didn't use them. They didn't use any of it. Damn. Dude, I had a running part where I ran like. <laughs> probably filmed that eight times. Didn't show it once. Oh no! <laughs> you know, how long were you in the uh, show for? Uh, like f- six minutes. Oh wow! Doing what? Off just standing on. around? Yeah. It was like a six-minute chunk where I'm in it, like every couple of scenes, just pointing to shit. 
picking up sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but what was your character? Uh, I was the brother of the guy that disappeared. Okay. Yeah. But like, I was on set for eight hours, and they didn't use eight hours or anything. <laughs> right. I was like, man, this was that fun? No. Oh, yeah, Acting fun about sucks. That. Acting sucks, dude. I don't think it'll be very fun. I just want to do stand up. I mean, I did. Are you going to be able to do stand up in uh, when in Denver now? Like, are they doing? Is there a spot? Oh, yeah, Comedy Works is doing stuff. I looked yeah. it up. They have uh, they have, uh, Big J Okerson's going to be in there. Yeah, in a couple. Uh, I think maybe next month or something. I was like, ooh, that'd be a cool one. My buddy Derek is like a regular there, so. Are they open every day, or is it just the weekend? I think it's just the weekend. Damn. But I think it was always just the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Are there any other comedy? I'm sure there's other comedy clubs there. Like, what? what's their comedy scene like outside of that? Do you know? It's kind of a bitchy scene. <laughs> I mean, some of the people I've met are just kind of like... I don't know. You know what it is? It's every comedy scene is dramatic. Mm-hmm. And every scene wants to get you caught up on the drama. You know, okay, but I've only been visiting, you know, so they're like, oh, this dude might be a whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm never going to meet that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now you are. Now I am. Now you are. Good luck. With now that I got to be like, oh, fuck. Do I, do I remember his name? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you think um, with the comedy scene right now? So there's like in California, are you seeing like all these comics leaving? I've seen like more people names. leave New York than. Okay. Cause well, both of the both. Yeah, the, yeah both, both New York people are just like fuck this. You think that's good or bad? Do you think that could? Because probably I'm sure some of them probably moved to Colorado, right? Like who doesn't want to move to Denver? I mean, I think it's good for. Hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Rogan's going to Austin or something yeah. and starting a comedy club there and bringing and he's brought people there. Yeah, I mean, shit like that's good. I mean, I think people need to know that the middle of the country is a real place. Mm-hmm. Well, I think just, some people are going to Nashville. Yeah. Nashville's dope. Nashville's I'm sure amazing. there'll be people that go to Denver. Denver, Atlanta, yeah. probably. Um, so this is all good. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I'm excited for you. I, what I hope doesn't happen is that, like, 20 big names move there and then it pushes... Yeah, All was, the yeah. guys on the bubble that were about to start working mm-hmm. pushes them out, but I don't, I don't know that that could happen. No, I mean I've already done enough in Denver to where people, anyone who's seen me knows that I'm really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I did Porter's H, uh, Hulu special, um, which was taped in Denver, um, and a couple comics came after that, and they're like, "Oh, you're really good." Nice. And I did a couple of weeks where I just visited and. Everyone was like, oh, you're good, you know, so I think I'll be fine. I just, it would be really annoying if it's like I had to compete with fucking Keenan Thompson every week or something, you mm-hmm. know, like that would, you know, it's not fun at that point, but I think mo- more people are going to move to um, Atlanta because they have sort of a baked in TV film industry. Okay. So it's not a big transition. Right. Um Maybe San Diego, you know, mm-hmm. it's just LA and New York are so expensive. And if you're just trying to do a comic, like be a comic, 
you you haven't had a job in six months, so like a lot of out of work comics, right? Yeah. Just struggling. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. I I hope this shit ends soon. Yeah, one way or another. Dude, it it was looking bad, man. It was, but now it's looking better. It's looking better now. Looking better. We'll have a vaccine soon. Russia's got one. Yeah. Putin gave it to his daughter. If you trust that. <laughs> Putin's wild, man. Putin's wild. I like that guy. I mean, I respect that guy. Clearly, okay, so don't why. like him, but I respect. There's there's a classic video on YouTube of him going to go visit this facility, and he goes to this meeting, and bef- when he got there, it was like you know all the the heads, and he was getting there to like bust heads, kind of like see what the fuck was going on with the yeah. facility. Why isn't that working? And he made some kind of deal, and he basically had everybody sign this contract or something. And one guy didn't sign it. And he was like, uh, oh, you know, and he, it's all in, in Russian. He's like, I, I noticed you didn't. And is there a problem with this? He's like, oh, no, I just, I didn't have a pen. Like, he got froze. Like, he didn't want to sign it. He was like, oh, no, I don't have a pen. And so Putin hands him his own pen, signs it, gives it back, and he says, give me my pen back. He's like, give me my pen back. Like, just so gangster. Like, just insane. Yeah, but he was like, you know, I came here. It was like a surprise visit. Like, they were all scared shitless. Like, I came here, and you guys were running around here like cockroaches trying to hide shit and blah, blah, blah. And you could tell if that dude didn't sign that paper. Woo! He's going to fucking disappear. Yeah, he's going to fall out a window. Tiananmen Square, man. (laughs) This is going to be... You ever watch that video? Mm, The Tank? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the whole video. Does he get run over? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, They just grab him. Okay. They just grab him, and he was never heard from again. <laughs> of course. No one even knows who it was. Oh, wow. Like. No one's going to admit they know who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his family's never been like, yeah, we lost a son that day. Like, they probably t- found his family, too. Dude. They knew him. They grabbed him. They grabbed his family, made them disappear. That guy's fucking gone. <laughs> Communism, man. Don't go to China and fucking question shit. Don't. Don't go. That seems like a good place to end this. Yeah. Don't go to China, guys. Don't go to China. Don't fucking go to China. Mm-hmm. Perfect place. Go to my website, brandoncomedy.com. Buy my uh, buy my CD, please. Oh, please. Do it. By the time this is out, uh, the ballad of uh, Trash Can will probably be out on All right. Spotify. And... Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That'll be a fun one. Good. We're doing some things on that one that I haven't done before, so... That's yeah. an album, a whole album? No. Okay, no, no. what is it's it? Gonna be Just like, the story? Uh, it's going to be like the story, but there's like a theme song. Okay. That yeah. you did, of course? Like No, my buddy Ronnie did it. Okay. I'll, I'll play it for you at the end, but like after this, but yeah. Dope. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Exciting. Well, thanks for doing this again. I'm of glad course. you made time to get in here again one more time. Uh, I hope to see you. I, hope, I don't know. You're probably not going to come back a whole lot, but I hope when you do. Get a chance to see you. This will always be a stop. Um, I'm excited for you. I know you're not excited for yourself, but I'm excited for you. Here we go. I'm super stoked. I can't wait to see what happens in Denver that's for what it, you. That's what it is. Something's going to happen. Yeah, no something's going to happen. So. I want to see you get a, become a bigger name. I'd love that. A better comic. I'd love that. That's what I want. I'm excited. And, then, and just really honestly, man, like real talk, I'm just excited. For, I just... I'm excited and hoping that this is going to help you 
mentally better. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just get you in a better place. Like, I'd like to be happy. You know, I fight I fight that shit, man. I know how it is. It sucks. So I just really I really hope that you're right when you told your therapist that this is yeah, something yeah. that would make you look happy. I hope this I hope I hope this is one step. It's gotta be. Good big step to Yeah, man. It's gotta fly, be. baby bird, fly. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Everybody thanks. Brandon Patrick, give him support. Give me a support if you like to. Neanderthal Pod. Here we go. That's it. Bye. Yeah, fuck Aaron Scarborough. <laughs>